Ruby, baby. Let's go. Are we rolling? Blush. If I don't know the Gentlemen, email. welcome to the show, man. I actually want to let everybody know that it's the year 2050 right now. We're in the future. Yeah. About what we're going to be talking about. Isn't that how we feel? No. Nah. Kind of? Somewhat. Somewhat. Yeah. We're, we're moving into the technology. When the was future. this stuff first? When did it first arrive on the scene? It wasn't in Canada, first of all. Uh, it was in Europe. It was Europe, uh, yeah. And then they uh, probably brought it to the States a while back. And then uh, wasn't embraced. It was, well, it was, but it, you know, like everything takes traction in yeah. the states first, and yeah. then comes here. And then we opened up in 2015, uh, mid-year, and then um, we kind of brought it here with uh, maybe a, one or two other guys that started it. So, yeah. And as and as you said, grooving it ever since. Well, first of all, you've got history in drywall. How many years of drywall do you have? Well, Andre. I was in mainly residential, light commercial, and uh, my good buddy was in commercial. So between both of us, we had over 30, 40 years like, experience. So, so why is it that you guys, the drywall trade itself, thinks that they're the most important trade in the entire job, that no structure, no building, no nothing could be done unless it's about drywall? Yeah, like uh, <laughs> studs go up and uh, everybody's got to put their studs, uh, stuff in the studs. Well, maybe because, Manny, you don't see the lumber, you don't see the framing, you don't it's see the It's the outside. first time you see the full shape exactly. of the home. When you're actually walking into a room, Yes. when those walls go up, that drywall goes on, you actually get a visual. I know, as soon as the drywall goes up, the doors aren't wide enough for the eagles that are walking around that structure mudding things, man. Well. And that's that's a whole other show. We're not going to talk about that. But I was joking about and the that. And that's thing. what I what we spoke about before is you can take that room and design it with our products. It's not. It just doesn't become a this square is room. Why we're in the future. We're going to talk right. about like I. I've known about this for years. I've only met you guys recently, but I've known about it, mm -hmm. and I've been waiting for it to come to here on our doorstep and now it's here on our podcast table and we've got a lot of stuff on the table that we're going to talk about right. but let me first share all the deets here so i got groove industries here triple w groove ind.com and then you can reach them at orders at groove ind.com or steve on my right side at groove ind.com and then andre j on my left side at uh, groove ind.com find them on instagram under groove ind and then their phone number to reach them is 416-629-3757 welcome gentlemen Appreciate how do you pronounce it. your last name andre uh hey peter hate peter <laughs> hey peter hey peter <laughs> What's your background again? Croatian. So a lot of Croatian guys in in the drywall industry. No, they all think they're all Croatian sensations. They all think they're and uh, guess and awesome. you know what the the funny part about it, Manny, is they don't use they don't use drywall in Croatia. It's all concrete. We're all cement heads. Yeah. <laughs> so how come they come here and then they got to adapt? But it's not that much of an adoption. It's kind of easy to yeah. shift gears at that point. And then Steve Thompson, right? Yep. What's your background? Like, what you? What's your construction background? Uh, You're a well-rounded individual regarding construction. Uh, was a real estate agent. Um, I actually started, I'm, I know this is going to sound shocking to you, but I actually went to cooking school. I'm a certified pastry chef by trade. And a then, pastry chef, yeah, really? And then uh, worked for... What's your, what's, your, what's, your, what's your signature? What do you like? What's my... What's your go-to signature pastry treat? Uh, Sacre tort. When was the last time you made it? Holidays? It's been a while? <laughs> yeah. No, girlfriend doesn't eat desserts or sugar or anything, so it's like 
You don't need to make two. You could just make one. <laughs> and, and hand it off to Manny. <laughs> Manny's going to get a soccer toy. And then got into the restaurant industry, worked for Winston's, worked for Oliver's, and then took over. I was assistant manager of the Sutton Place Hotel for two years. And then uh, dad was in real estate, started working with my dad. And then as progression started, Steve, hey, we, you know a plumber? Hey, Steve, you know a guy that does painting? Hey, Steve. you know, And then just progressed into renovations and a custom home building and then andre was actually my drywaller and we on became, a job that you were working on yeah a couple of jobs a few okay. jobs and uh we became friends and then i just life happens and all of a sudden he was looking for somebody to do to help out with sales and i've been doing it for what three and a half years now almost four years now and so it's like it's been four years for groove no no groove, no, no, no. no 2015 since 2015 so yeah. it's still been a while right mm-hmm yeah. So were you were you the lone wolf, Andre? Like, and in, in the in like when you saw this and you wanted to bring it here to Canada and start sharing it, you were like lone well, man on a totem pole kind of thing. Well, we oh, uh, you like got to hear the story we about saw it, We booked a flight to see the manufacturing uh, in uh, the Germans, in Austria, in Austria, yeah. it's Austrian. Uh, okay. That 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 point, we bought the machinery there. As soon as you saw it, yeah. As soon as we saw it, and then uh, we brought it back. You know, got a bigger space. We were operating out of 1,500 square feet and then 3,000, now we're in 9,000. So, um, yeah, we saw the advantage and then slowly by slowly knocking on doors and, you know, word of mouth and then uh, getting uh, in with one contractor to another with one of the suppliers and then that's how we grew it organically versus um, going with like a bigger boy and like... uh, construction like uh we just wanted to grow small one at a time because we also were running our own drywall company um we had about 10 15 men and then uh we slowly introduced the product and the the way we do it uh, in our own job sites and then um we started uh talking with the bigger con- uh, contractors like uh four or five of them in the city that we deal with and then uh and it started spreading from there did you did people stop? Like when you guys started installing your product on the job sites that you guys were working on, that you had an opportunity to install the product, were people stopping and watching and paying attention? Yeah. Other trades like plumbers, electricians, painters were they coming up it. and they're like, what is this? I never seen this. And they're like, this is cool. I'm like, and I'm like, yeah, it's just recently started. And, uh, and everybody's seen the advantages right away. Like even if you weren't a, uh, in the drywall industry, they're like, well, you would save so much on here and here and here. And then we're like, yeah. And then uh, slowly, slowly, one by one. And then uh, most contractors would see the benefit of the product immediately. Uh, so, Well, there's two advantages, I would say, right? There's, there's the advantage of saving time, right? Which is making more money because it doesn't mean that you charge less. Yeah. You can still charge the same amount, but you're but saving we, time. And, but we talked about that, Manny, in terms of... You're, and, and I gave an example of you're the guy that's building the building. You're not the con, you're not the, any of the trades. Yeah. So you're the guy that's put up the $200 million and every week and every month there's interest charges on that money. So if I'm the, if I'm a, an owner and I see a benefit that I can get that product out the door and that turnkey, that person's walking in that door quicker and I can say, just say 10 weeks. Yeah. You do the math on 10 weeks in interest charges. 
on that it's loan. Huge. It's huge. It's huge. So is there that you, you're talking about time savings, but you're also talking about money savings in terms of that investment. Carrying costs. But, the, but then there's also the component of a quality standard and what the quality of our product is to a normal standard drywall corner or whatever reveal. And as we go through the hey, show, we'll you'll see, yeah, you'll but I mean, see everything. Yeah. The other thing that I want to point out is that you guys open up creativity. There's lots of things that you can do now with these products that you mm -hmm. create from this machine mm -hmm. that will simplify install on site. Yeah. Yeah. And exactly. the word true comes to mind. Yeah, right. I start talking about true 90 corners, true 45s, true everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Less They're deficiencies not and Left deficiencies. There's, you're not getting. These are all the things that we can talk about today, Manny. But at the, at the end of the day, I've spoken to you about this. It's, it's actually getting people to listen, understand, and then conceptualize how to, how to put it into the, into the system. And if you're a, a designer, an architect, right? Those are the two that determine what goes on in terms of the environment in a house, in a condo, yeah. whatever. Yeah. And it's getting the word of mouth out to those designers that there is a box and, you know, and we start can, pulling stuff out. Okay, I, I, but so, I, I want you guys. So, okay. So, so how do you guys describe this? What do you guys like? Because I mean, there's people that watch the show and there's most more okay. people that listen so to this the is, show. This is, this is a prefabricated drywall box. Okay. Half inch standard drywall. Yeah. Right. Right or off the shelf. Right off. Drywall. Yep. So when I talk about living in a box, this is what most people do, right? So instead of taking a situation like this, what are you gonna grab? What are you gonna grab? So this is before it's assembled. Yeah. yeah. The introduction of groove. Right. That's where so, the now started. I give the analogy of inside the box, opening up the box and seeing the possibilities of what prefabricated drywall is about and taking these designs and incorporating them into ceilings, walls, light codes, all of those things, right? It's, it's limitless. Exactly. At that point. And that is what, like the, if you look at Groove Industries, limit, limitless potential in what you do, right? So where's the resistance? Because I know that off mic we talked about and it's not just drywallers. That's not the only component of a, of a building structure, right? There's a lot of resistance on a lot of trades that don't want to adapt new technology. Okay, and, 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 and I'll bring this up. Yeah. We talked about this. Yeah. So if you take this to a union shop, union drywallers, um, how do I pay my guy to put up a prefabricated bulkhead when I'm paying a taper per linear foot? Well, you're not dealing with that taper. Like the taper doesn't have to tape that corner bead anymore or that corner or whatever it is. How do they mentally see how do we make, how do we pay them? That's one of the obstacles that so we... So they don't know how to price it? Well, some companies, that's, they would ask us, like, what, how would we now pay our guys that are installing your product versus traditional way? I go pay them the same way. Yeah. Or but we actually put the guys by the hour or... Mm -hmm. You know, it's every company is it beneficial to the builder. Pay them by the hour. They're actually going to get it done sooner. So they'll pay them less. Well, Fair the drywaller, say. like the drywall company is like, uh, they're the one that's going to install it. Or maybe sometimes the builder will install it prior to the drywall company. But mainly our installers are drywall companies. And, uh, you know, they have every company has its own way of doing things. And um, but we have union union 
companies using our yeah but everybody asked like okay like so uh, when is the eureka moment like there's got to be a eureka moment when these certain trades people look at it and go the eureka moment is the minute you show it to them that's yeah. the eureka moment well, well, that's you know exactly what? what i got when i saw it <laughs> you know what we had some uh companies come in we when we talked to them in the early stages when we first opened up they're like uh, i don't know and then like two years later they're coming knocking on our door saying like hey uh now we see the advantage because some of their competition is using the product or has our machine that we've sold them and now they're now they're more interested because somebody else is uh yeah, we, more we efficient were, than them like when i first it's evolution but when i first came to the to do the start doing sales they were selling machines we're not selling machines anymore we're 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 sort of out of the machine selling business you're 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 selling um the deliverability if that's a word of creative ideas okay but we're also selling manny the fact that and you know this and i know this there's the the trade industry right now is majorly hurting to get people into into drywall painting and what's brick. the one thing that we can do to attract more people to get into trades start and what's the one thing that was done back at the turn of the century back in when cities were growing really well and you had a lot of workforce coming in what's the one thing that drove them to come into construction start training start bringing those people i was going to say creativity innovation, yeah yeah right. innovation i was yeah. going to say like the reason that you saw skyscrapers being built in big cities like you don't think there was a waiting list to get to the cn tower to be a part of that oh, crew to work yeah, on yeah like talk about any like any kind of new innovative uh, buildings that were being built you had a team of tradespeople that wanted to be a part of that list yeah right so now you start coming up with products like these you're going to get more people wanting to get into drywall because they're going to embrace it. You're going to get younger trades people that are starting in a drywall industry going, this is a no brainer. Okay, this is so how we do you want me to give an example of what yeah. we're just talking about. My dad never had a phone. All of a sudden people had a phone. So he had that big box with the thing on it. Audio right? box with the cord okay. and everything. So now anybody doesn't matter who it is. Can be an Android, can be a, an Apple, podcaster. whatever it is, a <laughs> podcaster. They can't live without it. No. Okay. So if we're talking about the same thing, you will eventually start learning that you can't live without prefabricated drywall because it's just, it's now part of the system and it's part of the talk and the mainstay. I was so much easier. Yeah. And we had this conversation earlier on today, right? If the world stopped today and you had to rewrite whatever, we're not dealing with mail and feel anymore. Oh yeah. We were talking about that. Yeah. We're talking about all, all, now all of things changed. So, you know, we get back to our stuff. It's it's not about, it's the fact that, yes, there is new innovation. There is new technology out there. And as I said, get out of the box, open up your minds and see what's out there. And the creativity and the design concepts that you can actually use. Everybody looks at drywall just on the wall. There's more to it than that. There's more, more possibilities to, to that. Exactly. And then I'm also thinking about the relationships that you can start to build and foster with designers, architects, engineers, builders. Yeah. Like you're going to start to set yourself apart as a, as a GC, as a contractor, as a subtrade. You're going to start to look like I'm not part of everybody else. And, that, and we talked about this, Manny. We have, a, we have a client in California. They have somebody that just sits all day and they... And fabricates. And no, they oh. have somebody that does, before it even gets to cutting drywall, it's already implemented into a program and it goes to their warehouse and their shop. They prefab it 
It lines, it comes to the, to the, to the job site. Boom, boom, boom. Bye. It's the same thing as when I go into a house and Andre does when, when we manufacture something, you have 14 windows, window one, window two, window three, window four. Are you not doing that for the windows? Are you not doing that for kitchen cabinetry? Are you not doing that for tiling setup? Are you not planning and pre-organizing and prefabricating, getting things? Why can't we do that for drywall? Now you're going to job sites. When was the last, like 10 years ago, did you ever hear QR codes? No, no but now you go to job sites, sites like now, they have a QR, QR code yeah, and it shows you what faucet, what toilet, what vanity, what, what sink, what tile goes in here, what this is going to look like. Everything is on that QR code because it makes now it's a no brainer. It's sort of like, there it is. Go to it. Not hey, can I, Hey, can you uh, like rate all these conversations? Here, here's the third cool thing about Groove Industries, what you guys are doing. Let's talk about health. Like when I went into your warehouse and when I've seen this being put together, there's minimum dust, like minimum dust. Mm-hmm. And what's the biggest problem? Everyone talks about concrete and silica airborne, but there's a lot of dangerous elements in gypsum that if it gets airborne, it gets into your lungs. And I did a show with Teddy out in Kitchener, water the KW, and he was showing me, he's like, everybody's not wearing a mask and then they're breathing it in. They have wet lungs and now you're creating this paste inside your lung. Mm-hmm. That's a danger. So now mm-hmm. you guys are doing less mudding, less sanding, yeah. less on-site dust of cutting, but scraping, less but, if you, but if you actually go to a job site, Manny, and you go and... Everybody and it, I've been to numerous ones, and you go out in the garage, and there's a pile of cutoffs. Where that's all going back it's to waste. the that's going back to the dump sites. It's, it's going to be like that's the fourth one, environmental. Or it's a, it can also be elite friendly because uh, you don't have any metals, no corner beads. Yeah, um, you know, there's many benefits to it. So uh, we make uh, production based on people's orders so not everything's the same size so made to whatever their specs are uh, we have some stuff that are standard skews but um pretty much we get an order we make it so it all depends on what uh, how everything works out on site for different applications it all it all starts from a 90 it's everything starts from a 90 i can only assume that you guys like i think toronto specifically we're all we're all very familiar with step bevel toronto base right yeah like the classic go to baseboard trim it's always yep. set up that way yep. if you got a, a trim person that's working on your site that's got some skill they're doing a jack corner you know what i mean that's the extent of the, the the skill but they're keeping that true essence but now in toronto i would say it's all drywall returns it's all grooved yeah it's all modern moderns trimless yeah, door integrated trimless, yeah. it's all that stuff now well, you have, you have, which is all this stuff that i have yeah, like this have is all insane I, like i want you guys what is the official name that you guys are giving all these returns this and, is a that's if you go to a, a, a competitor's, they call it a D300. Or shadow reveal. Or shadow, a shadow reveal. reveal. Shadow reveal. But here's the funny thing is I'm showing a half-inch shadow reveal, but you've got what? A four mil? This an is eight, a quarter yeah, inch? One eighth. Or this one is eighth. an eighth? This is a one eighth, yeah. Yeah. So, and then the other, the other Should thing Should I be showing the back? I don't want to show the back. Well, no. it doesn't matter. It doesn't That's how matter, it's put right? together. We have, we have a, the, our technology, it, it actually embeds the, 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 uh, we came up with this in terms of what's the best product to use. And you're not... If you take a, a, say for example, another product, you have to snip it, cut it, whatever. Miter where it. if you're mud it, mud it, miter it. So if you're doing this, we can provide inside corners, outside corners, C caps, all of that for your either your shadow reveal or whatever. Now you can put all our product in, or for example, if you're doing it 
like we've had a house where you did that reveal, they did it for a baseboard. So now we, instead of using lightweight board, we use green board, which is solid board. It's mold resistant, water resistant. Now it's going to the floor. We create, we put a D200 on the bottom. So when it hits the floor, you're not getting penetration through the bottom yeah, of the drywall, yeah. right? All of these things that, you know, you, you have to really analyze, okay, how is it going to be used? And everybody says the same. We talked about this with our corners. When you bang our corner, is it going to dent? doesn't matter if it's our product or other products that are out there. We are not getting um, reverberation through the entire corner. You're just hitting drywall. And drywall on drywall is much stronger than a air gap, a, of, a air gap yeah. behind a regular corner bead, right? Because you still have that void of where the two butts meet. You still have the void in there. But at the same time, you're getting a true 90. You're not getting, there is a bevel, a rounded bevel on every, doesn't matter, even in a, on a plastic bead, you're still getting a bevel. It, it's still there. There's, no, there's nothing worse than you're the trim person on a job site. And what's the first thing they do? They go to the corners and start taking a look at them. If they've got any common sense, they start seeing, okay, well, what exactly is it? It's not, it's not 45. It's not going to be a 45. It's going to be a 47. It's going to be a 42. It's going to be a 43 because of that feathering going on with the mudding, mm -hmm. right? right? So then that's where the whole coping world comes in. So now you got just coping going in. So you're compensating for something that is a traditional way of doing things, whether it's inside or outside corners of 90s, mm -hmm. where you guys, they literally could miter cut these trims if you're going the traditional route and putting poplar base or even mdf base or whatever and you're cutting 45 and you're gluing 45 and you're installing 45 and it's tight yep tight to the miter tight to the yeah there's, there's really technically no there's not much difference between drywall and poplar or mdf or whatever if you're taking a saw and mitering poplar or mdf you can still miter drywall that's how we do well it. that's how you guys have done well, it. no technically we don't but at the same time you're using a you if you're using a miter saw you're miter sawing it on the job site well yeah. even with our product you can still have a trim carpenter miter drywall it's not that hard so we had we have actually trim carpenters that buy it and install they put it part of their package so what do you guys you guys sell it as lengths right so you, yeah we go by linear footage we go mainly eight nine and ten if a client wants 12 because of a room is exactly 12, we'll accommodate those that length as well. But we try to stick logistically to 8, 9, and 10 foot board. But for but the, we can do the, it half inch, 5 eighths, whatever material. Yeah, and the 12s, I guess, would be strictly for the base if you're doing the, the shadow reveals in the base and then you want that length. But the majority of door openings, window openings, and any kind of details that you want to create on the ceiling, they're going to be mostly 10 well, and some, under. Some right? window returns that we do, do uh, they're actually like the window might be 11. So mm -hmm. they'll order a 12 and cut it on site. Um, we don't get a lot of requests on 12. Just because delivering it is logistically a nightmare sometimes. Uh, but uh, a lot of guys, uh, like you said, an 8-foot door, or you might use a 10-foot product and cut it off. But, right? the, so. but the, the, the one thing that we have in terms of technology, Manny, is that we can create a tapered edge. And so if you're doing two eight foots we can give you a tapered edge to to butt to so when they're meeting yeah, that's the, two, the other fascinating thing right? that you guys are doing is that you're taking traditional drywall that's yep. on a butt joint yes an end length joint yes and creating a tapered edge yep so what does that do it eliminates two feet of feathering mudding there you go it, it goes back to you continuously do 12 inch box you're doing what three passes and you got to finish perfect flat coat yeah. Yeah, less can, mud Faster to sand, perfect. You don't get that waviness going on the wall. Yeah. 
No, and uh, like a lot of our products, if the client, they'll say where they want the tapered edge and we'll put it. Some guys are like, no, don't worry about it. We'll just do it like we do it. And um, we provide both ways. This is like, I almost feel like Jack Hanna on the Johnny Carson show when he always brought the animals in. Yeah. And you guys have brought so many kinds of animals in here of like drywall <laughs> returns and pieces and stuff. Yeah. But like this, you, how do you mud this traditionally? Like how would you make you this in, happen? Well, you got to install the bead, which is traditionally a corner bead or a Trimtex bead. And you got to staple it, glue it, and then apply three coats of plaster to it. And then... Um, and it's going to get feathered out. So there's yeah. going to be a little bit of a pancake py yeah. pyramid kind yeah. of thing. So we have we also have... And it's very labor intensive. So we have, we actually are supplier to, to uh, Lightline. So they'll send us the trims. This your specs on the extrusions, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. So then they'll send us the trims. We create a box, same, almost the same size as the one you had in your hand, with the trim already in it. So now you're not having a, a drywall or a taper cutting a hole in the ceiling putting the trim in, and then when you're mudding that trim, you're going around yeah, in a circle. We've all done it. Okay. I know. So, and, on, and I can take a light, and I can show you where that difference in terms of where that the guy stopped it with his trowel, and because you just, it's, so, but the way that we do it is, we just hand you back the square, and you butt the drywall to it, and you're mudding and taping that seam. It's, We've done a lot of uh, application because a lot of stuff, like you said, gone trimless. We've gone, we've taken a lot of trims and we've embedded them into the drywall. That's what Steve's talking about. And then either electrician will install it and then the drywall would just tape around it, right? Where they're not installing the trim itself. And So you have to show the, the, yeah, the metal. Yeah, I got to show the traditional. Hang on a sec. I got to show. <laughs> so that's the traditional that you would do, right? No, that's, that's, that's a knife edge. That's a knife edge. That's a knife that's, edge. And there's your light. Your light's yeah. right here, right? That's the idea. That's the traditional way. No, you're doing it the upside upside down. Yeah, that's it's upside uh, down. That's that's the knife edge. Like this. Yeah, it yes. goes on so the they drywall put, goes here. No, no the, bottom. Yeah, the bottom. Yeah, the drywall. Go, so I need a piece of drywall. So if I go, yeah. go it goes here. Yeah. You got it. Right? Now, yes. So it's going to go like that. Then yeah. the light goes on the top. Yes. Right? But now I got to mud that on the bottom. Yes. That's a bulkhead, yeah. That's, that's a, a bulkhead. Bulkhead. That's a lot of mud, right? Because obviously the face there. But that's a lot of mud there. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot of mud. So now you guys have a version. It's that. Yeah, it's now drywall to life. drywall. Drywall to drywall. Drywall to drywall. Now you're not... Right. That's it. Yeah. It's it's a given in terms of... Like, Alex, which one do you want here? <laughs> like, I mean, I'll take, you know, Groove Industries for 500, Alex. Like, this is like... It makes no sense. But we can also... The other advantage is we can do a 30 degree or 45 degree, right? Yeah, we you, That's a forty-five, but we we can do it. You've 30, gone as low as thirty. Thirty degree, yeah. yeah. Which is like now a lot of uh, designers like uh, more because uh, it provides more light coverage when uh, you go it lower on the, the It opens up the 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 aperture of the light. So I mean, let's talk. Coffers, man, like you can create. Well, that's a blind. If you yeah, want to use a blind box, box. it could a be a light box, box. But it's still the same principles for coffered. If you want to do a beam, and I don't, I don't need to mud any of this stuff. Well, now if you do it the so if you. If you're doing a waffled ceiling, yeah, you make it the other way, which is a hat called a hat detail, yeah, right. And now you're doing it the opposite way. Did we bring a hat? We have a, a C cap in the back. C cap over there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right. So now you're doing a waffled ceiling. Now all you're doing is putting a track on the ceiling, and you're screwing in on either side of that, and you're done. You can. But then the beauty of it is that it's a true ninety inside outside. Right. Yeah. But it, but here's the thing. This is what we try to explain to to everybody. 
The hardest thing, and you can agree with me or not agree with me, Manny. This is the, the construction life. I don't agree with anybody. Okay, so <laughs> the hardest thing in drywall is corner beading, mudding, and taping. 100%. I agree with you. Oh, you agree with me. Thanks, Manny. <laughs> well, and I got an agreement. Ding, ding, ding. So if I'm going to go do a waffled ceiling, right, I, a DIY guy can go and do a waffled ceiling. A DIY guy can do a bulkhead, right? And the advantage of our... Our, our 90s is you not have to traditionally to frame the bulkhead. You can put an L bracket on the ceiling, L bracket on the wall. Yeah, you can done. go that way. I mean, it's true. You can do that. I could see DIYs jumping all over this and doing that bit of business. Mm -hmm. But if they want to do that, that's great. But I, I think this is more for the pro players in the industry. The, the possibilities attached to this, right? right? Where it becomes very challenging that DIYs are not going to touch this. Like, they're gonna, like, I'm not touching that because they're coming up with interesting ideas now. The pro people. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to... And I guess it all started with you guys with, like, just a traditional corner. Yeah. Right? So, and, and if you want to hand me that, Manny, in terms of... Okay, so I'm doing a drywall return into a window. So, actually, you know what we should also be doing? Because this is, like, not everybody watches it, but I always encourage everybody to watch shows so they can see what we're talking about, is if you could describe it. So, that, that was just a traditional 90 corner yes. with a return on it. Right. So and it's this, fully papered. This is actually called a D200. Yeah. So, traditionally, when you're putting this, the window's here, and you're actually putting this into the window frame. Yep. Traditionally, do a J-mold. This slides in. You don't need this finished piece you can do a regular d200 with a tearaway bead yep okay or done finished that with two screws whatever every foot right on the face now, side and that's now, what you're filling in okay so now i'm gonna do a window so technically um if you're doing a window the majority of houses no matter if it's in a high rise low rise or whatever it's in the construction industry it's called deflection yeah. Okay. So deflection is when a house moves. Okay. So if I'm traditionally doing this and I'm putting this in, more than likely you're getting a, a, a tape joint here. Yeah. Okay. Where we tell them, take this, cut this off, bring this past the window, do the bottom and the top, and then take ours and butt it in. And now this acts like a resistance because the drywall on the top and the drywall on the bottom stops the deflection and you're not getting a deficiency in cracking for your your tape. It won't it won't crack, huh? No. Does it matter if we're talking about paper or fiber uh, fiber use or well fiber, fiber fuse is always better than okay. a regular paper bead. But you can use any of these applications on any of these yeah. products. Some right? guys prefer paper tape, but it, I guess it depends how you install it and uh, what experience you have. Like some guys um, been using like Durban or sheetrock pre-filled or not pre-filled. Yeah. So, you know, if a, a good taper knows his job, right? So he'll make sure it doesn't crack. He'll pre-fill it. He'll V-groove it, pre-fill it. And then um, some guys are using fiber fuse because they say it's stronger over some other products. I like it. It's a good yeah. product. Yeah. We like it too. Uh, yeah. You know, and then, uh, you're off the mic. <laughs> what are you looking for? I'm looking for a D200. Listen, this is like well, a roller coaster. You got to stay seated at all here. times D200. when you're doing the show. Where's our D200? <laughs> well, that's a D200. The D300? Okay, here, I'll, I'll, yeah, Andre, I'll grab it. Here. It's the, it's the one with the shadow reveal. You that's it. Them, right? Yeah, yeah. Here. You want this? Yeah. Okay. So, you know. This, uh, Manny, the pilot has Manny, put the Manny. no standing sign on. Manny. 
This is the this is you wanted me to do this, so we're yeah, gonna no, do I this. Totally want you. So, okay, so this yeah, is, you brought in some Trimtex in the studio. Okay, so this is a regular D three hundred shadow reveal Trimtex. Okay, yeah, we're all familiar with it. All right, so mud, yes. So back to this whole thing of deficiencies, right? Pancake but, pyramid flat feathered, but deficiencies. Average what six inches spread? Okay, on that. So yeah, yeah. You, you you, I want a shadow reveal. Right to the floor. Okay. Okay, fine. I'm going to put it on the floor. Now, I got a vacuum cleaner. Yeah. Bang. Oh, yeah. Bang. I know. Okay. Now, there's ours. You're not damaging anything. Right? But you can only get this in half inch. You get five-eighths. Oh, five-eighths. You get five-eighths in half inch. Commercial application. Half inch, five-eighths, yeah. Right. Yeah. Quarter inch, one-eighth. You want two inches. We'll give you two inches, right? In your case, but you guys can you'd make be it happy with whatever you want. Yeah, right. Yeah. What's that material there that you guys are using? Foam the PVC. Mud. Foam PVC. Yep. So you can actually hit it. Nothing's going to happen. No, it. it's not going to break. But then there's no mud there for it to crack. No. And rosebud or whatever. But right? how are you going to hit it, man? There's like, you won't. No, you won't hit it. No. That's what I'm saying. It's it's the there's mud. Nothing to crack. There's not a bead there. Yeah. For it to crack. You know. So we talked about this, Manny, and I'm going to do it because you wanted to see it. What? Okay. So. Well, no. So you got the corner. Everyone's that's the that's the number one go to question that you're like, well, how do I repair that corner because you're damaging the corner of a drywall corner? It's drywall. Hang on a sec. It's okay. a full drywall fused together corner. Yeah. There's no air in it other than the aerial aerial the aerial chocolate bar bubbles that are in the gypsum. Yeah. Yep. That's the only air that's there. Correct. So now if you take that corner, what happens to that thing? So if I take this corner right now. You have the camera I, on there? Or take this. Okay. Take, take that this. corner. Yeah, yeah, take this corner. So I'm gonna take this, I'm gonna hit it. Okay? Well, let me see. I gotta see. I hit I that see. I I hit that pretty hard. No, you hit that hard because now you move my little sign here. So there you hit you that hard. I hit that hard. And what do we got to hit? We got a little hole there that's about what? Three-eighths or something? Not even three-eighths wide? Yeah. At about maybe a quarter inch deep. Now, I just take some mud. Now, just say, for example, you don't, you don't like that. I can cut this piece out, put another piece in, prefabricate and mud, it, and, and yeah, mud it. And now I'm done. It's done. But all I'm doing is just filling that in. Right now, we know that if you had uh, that, like it's I the know. traditional way, yeah, yeah, I know, but that's all you're getting. But that's what the damage. But that you what did. happens is now you're reverberating up the entire piece. Okay, so I'm gonna take this. I'm gonna hit this down. Yeah. Okay, ready? Yeah, that's all you're getting. Yeah. yeah, that's all you're getting out of it. Yeah, and I wasn't gentle there. Yeah, no, and that's like realistically, that's carrying furniture. Like through the house, and you actually hit the corner really okay, hard with what's, it. What's the what's the most? And I and I know you're gonna. This is gonna sound a little strange. What's that? At most people have central vac systems. Taking that hose and going around a corner, or the Dyson, or the yeah, the hose right. exactly. Yeah, you're when if it hits that corner, you get, now have mud that you're rubbing against. You're not rubbing against drywall. Right? It's the vibration of the corrugated hose. That keeps on hitting that corner. Exactly. And it starts now to they vibrate. come out with socks. You put a sock on it. Yeah. The sock's very thin. It's still, but you're still rubbing mud. You're not rubbing mud here. Yeah. Like, I've had this discussion before in terms of where you're going. Like, in terms of you've had people. If I took my hand and tried to hit this right now, I'd probably break my hand. Of course. Right? Because it's solid. 
So who's the most resistant here? Is it, okay, what's the terminology? You guys correct me if I'm wrong. Like what's, okay, so Americans call guys who hang drywall, people that hang drywall, they call them rockers or they call them gypsum. Like what are they, um, what are their, what's their title? What's the here in Canada? If you hang drywall. Because uh, our local is a carpenter's union. So they might, some guys call it carpenters, some guys drywallers, sheet rockers. Sheet um, rockers. Yeah, I think Americans go sheet rockers, don't they? Yep. Yeah. Now, mudders are what? Drywall people mud, they, they're mudders. They're tapers. They're tapers. They're tapers. Yep. Here in Canada and the U.S.? I guess. I thought there was always a difference, right? Remember, they Could remodel be. down there, Could we be. renovate up here. Yeah, guys that do that hang drywall don't tape, and the guys that tape... Yeah, so there's those... Hold so, on. so you've but got... You hear what I'm saying? Yeah. Guys that tape can still hang drywall, but guys that traditionally hang drywall can't really tape. No, them. it's true. It's right? true. I agree. So if I'm a... If and and I'm a taper. What's the advantage for me for this? It's if huge, I'm doing a job, here's huge. the thing. Okay, here's the thing. I go to a job. I'm the drywall company. I say to my taper, you got to tape this house. If I'm not doing corner beat, I still get, I, I price the house. I don't care if there's, uh, this to me is a huge advantage because it saves me time. I've already priced the job. I'm getting my money no matter what. It looks true. And it's true. And it's less deficiency. And it's, that's all. That's what we, like the majority of the, we're not trying to bash anybody, but it's every single talk. Like when I first taught, when I first had the discussion with Andre, the majority of the conversations about deficiencies, that's the majority of things. And we talked. There was concerns attached to your products. Of no, being, no, 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 no. Just in the industry. Traditionally in the industry, in the industry is yeah. deficiencies. I have to go back and fix something. I have to go back and fix. Well, that that's where you lose money. Every time you go back, you lose money. Well, any any company that has to go back multiple times for service calls, they allocate a little bit to it, but not if you're constantly having deficiencies, you can't it allocate money to that. You made right? money on the job, but yeah. now you got to come back all the time to keep on fixing things. Yeah. You're losing money on the job. Mm-hmm. Like so, we, we did a house we did a house here in Mississauga. So you're talking about windows. So now we've brought and this is, you probably know this, you've now brought commercial applications. Oh, lots of them into residential. Into residential. Yeah. And the majority of is aluminum windows. Yeah. Okay. Everyone loves them. So we did a house in Mississauga here. You had two windows butting into a corner. Okay. They had one inch between the two corners. One inch in the corner. I want to see how traditionally you would... Drywall. That. A J mold is longer than one inch. So well, your you? typical bead is very. Guys will do it, but it's very time consuming, and you know the 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 art of mudding or art of taping or whatever it is. It's being in the routine of doing everything. Like you, you get into a rhythm of like your first coat, second coat, third. So coat. hold on, Manny. We gave him two, one inch by one inch. Put there's a glue or there's a foam that you can actually get. They walked into the corner, stuck it in the corner, went bye-bye. Boom, it's done. Done. Finished in like five minutes. He can, like, if you, comparatively speaking, and we'll eventually get into this. We'll, we're coming to that point. We can take a video. He did a video. And it's on our, it, like, if Andrew wants to bring it up, right? We have a video of him and his ex-partner, Tony, doing a demonstration in their shop of a bulkhead, a corner, a C-cap. Andre, 105 minutes. Tony, eight minutes. Same application. 
That was a younger version of Andre, right? Yeah. Wasn't it? I, I, I get that all the time, man. I want to show that. I got, I got, like, there's videos of me in, in Home Depot, some stores there, and they're like, hey, younger version, man, he's on the, the display there. And no, it's me. <laughs> it's still me. It's, it's got still great. Me. No, but I saw that video, and it's true. Like, it took you so much longer traditionally. That's why I'm having a hard time with the adoption. I'm having a really hard time why these people don't understand how this is a positive. No, the, most guys now are understanding because they have to hire younger kids older guys are getting retired who's replacing them you know you know who's gonna get this you're gonna get a rock and roller young drywaller taper yeah we already have well He's we have built a whole business around no, no, no. this we have we have we numerous have. companies yeah. that are very young guys uh that are doing uh res high-end residential and they're coming with us with 10 20 30,000 orders and they tell us oh my god you don't understand how much you saved us and i'm like no i know because i've hung board before you <laughs> so, you're so it's with like it. that's and that's we talked about this we man. talked off mic before right, then about man. the fact that andre's not a guy that just saw a machine no, 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 went no, and no, bought no, it no, no, no. and all of a sudden showed up and like okay i'm gonna do this you found a new knife you well, found a new product for this industry. when we when we bought the machine we were doing about 10 million dollars worth of work a year uh me and my partner and uh, he his company and stuff like that we were mixed commercial residential and then we're like oh my god this will save us so much and like we're not a big company sometimes we do less and sometimes we do more but we, we were like even if you did a million or less, you know, you get an application on a job site, you're like like a knife edge. Traditionally, people were charging over $100 a foot with the extrusion and mudding it and all that stuff, and you have to frame that for it. That was the going rate for it? Yeah, like back in the day, like uh, minimum, you would have been like 60 to 100 bucks a linear foot. Okay, so do you want to know pricing? Yeah, I was just about to ask you because okay. I know that right. when we first met, we started talking, sitting down. So after I got off the roller coaster and we got there, traditionally, um, yeah, you, you guys go mentioned. to some drywall companies here in the GTA. Okay, this profile is between twenty and twenty-five dollars a linear foot. That whole profile, yes, yes. Well, right here. Drywall companies like are charging. This. Yeah, like that's what a drywall company is called. So, so the actual profile itself, the mud and the application and finish, oh, ready. The, to what they're charging? Yes. Yeah. Okay. What the actually cost of it is, is this is, and I'm going to, we're going to admit this. It it's, it's, it's less than $10 or whatever it is. Whatever it is. Yeah. Okay. But no, this is in the cents. Okay. Like it's a dollar a linear foot or okay. whatever. Okay. But it's not about material costs, but labor costs. Labor. Right. But then you have the deficiency part of this whole equation. It, do you have a deficiency? It cracks. Send the taper back. Oh, it cracks again. Send the taper back. Okay? So there's, when you're traditionally, we talked about this, Manny. Traditionally, yeah, it's going to be send a taper back. to Okay, at the end of the day, there's a cost involved in this. Okay? Now, this, right, opposed to this at five bucks. Is that what your price is? Yeah. Five bucks a linear foot. Yeah. But see... A lot of time like this, if you're installing this, this is right to the floor. Guys have to get on the floor and install it. Tapers are getting low. We're trying to go up to like six, eight, ten inches, and guys don't have to bend over that much. Easier install. Uh, like so, we, do you have that? Is there a poplar piece over there, Manny? A poplar. Piece? There's a piece of wood there. No, the piece of wood. This thing. No, no, no. That's just. A, no, that's, that's a, column. Just a column. Oh, there it is. Okay, I see it. Okay. Oh, you guys brought poplar. Why'd you guys bring poplar? 
First Zoom. time I've had poplar in the, okay, the showroom. So this is this is a poplar piece, right? So now some guys use a lot of guys so use it as base. Using this as a base, yes. And then this is sitting on yes. top. Yes, right? there's, there's your shadow. Okay, so now traditionally, you go put the floor in. You put the poplar piece in. You leave this gap, right? And now you go bye bye. Okay, so now if I have to do this, now I'm going to get mud on here. On poplar, poplar's a sponge. <laughs> so now I have to clean the poplar, I have to hide the poplar, I have to cover the poplar. Now I'm not hiding. This is now six inches higher than what you're dealing with in a traditional manner. Yeah. Like as I said, off mic, as you so eloquently put it, Manny. That's how we say it. We have, I have these daily discussions with multiple contractors drywall companies and you walk in and everybody's like wow this is and it's the mindset of trying to finally get the older guys to understand it but it's the young and up and coming guys that can't live without this stuff they absolutely eat it up they love it because it's actually you're taking something new and bringing it into the environment that they're not used to because they're young the old guys are like, oh, no, I'll just do it traditionally because it's, you know, this is the way I've always been taught and treated and blah, blah, blah. Well, guess what? There's new hammers out there. Things change. There's new screwdrivers out there. There's yeah. new drills out there. Everything comes up new. But everybody, oh, so you go over to see a guy and he's driving a truck and he pulls out the trailer and you look in his truck and it's like every tool known to man. Okay? Organized, accessible. Right. Set up, This isn't to go. tools. This is just a product that you can actually save time, money, and deficiencies. That's what it is. Okay. So the GCs are not totally getting it. The younger because tapers are getting it. Well, Designers are getting it. Yeah. A lot of, lot, you know what? When they come to our office and they see our infrastructure and they see how it's done and we bring all the sample, sometimes when you show a sample, they're like, oh, okay. Okay. And they're like, some guys will get it right away and some be like, okay, they the, don't get it. And the then they're spinning right away. And then <laughs> when you start explaining it more and more and more, then they're like, oh, okay. Now they get it more, and uh, I guess the drywallers are, uh, they, they, a lot of them get it right away. Um, but if you have a young um, GC or, uh, or even an older GC, some guys, like Steve said, don't worry about it. We just do it old traditional way, and we're not looking to change. That's fine. You know, we move on. We get another client. Big deal, right? But, as, uh, as I said to you, man. It's a waiting game at that point. Manny, there's multiple drywall companies out there multiple yeah. we're not like every day i was talking to a big builder today this morning i said who does your drywall some guy out of burlington never heard of him before right we had you have a client that was in here up north yeah right i posted something on instagram the gm of the company reached out to me right steve i need to learn more about your products she's coming to see us on monday and she is traditionally a trim tech's environment. She sent me a picture. Of what she's looking to achieve? Nope. She sent me a picture. What did you know? She needed a detail, right? She needed a shot or a hot detail. And it, she sent me a picture. It was with a trim tech's, right? Same as this almost. But it had another, you know, it came up and had a yeah, bead on the Yeah, one more little side. profile to get right? funkiness. Yeah. This is exactly what she was looking at. This. And you guys can and do I that sent her as tight as that. And I sent her a picture of this, and she goes, oh, my God. This is, the, this is what I get. How long have you guys been in business? Is it cost-effective to do that? Because I know when you guys show me that profile there, 
that you can do that as a, a wall treatment, right? Yeah, like well, I'm, yeah, I'm here, like Manny, looking at hand, my wall back yeah, here. Manny, hand me can. that light. Hand me that light. This one here? I don't think it'll fit in that one. We're not sure. It's so an, it won't fit in It's that another one. extrusion. Right. So, but but a, a small light like that But you can fit. design it yeah. to fit into that. Well, that was designed for another light that we do. So there's an, this, is a, this is an Italian light. This is from Italy. This is a, an Italian extruded light, the same as this. But now I'm taking this, and I'll go to the example of what we're going to show you because this is, this is called a click system. Okay, this is made by Lumen. Uh, no, that's a light line. Light line. Okay, so this is a light line product. So okay. that's for commercial applications? No, residential. Residential, residential all commercial. commercial. Right. So, so now, what's that made out of? That's made out of what? Iron? This is no, no, it's a okay. aluminum extrusion. it up like he's... Uh, well, I didn't want to take it out of there. Oh, okay, to rip it out. Okay. Right, so there's, there's your hot detail. With you guys added taper joints, taper sides on it. So typically, so you would have a, to yeah. frame this upper ceiling to yeah, you do. accommodate We've that. It. We've all done that. So we put uh, we do our system to the measurements for the light. We put a piece of plywood on the back so you can screw into it. and um, Give it added strength. So you add it up, you put it up in the ceiling, and then the light goes up. You can't get any cleaner, any more You can't precise. get any better than that. Right. So this could go on for 8 feet, or it can go for... Hundreds of feet, See, and it'll be all consistently the my same. My wheels are already spinning, right? So I know that this is all great stuff when it comes to drywall ceiling treatments, or you can do some accent walls like this stuff behind us or whatever. You can do hat details. You can do all kinds of stuff. Like it's just it's limitless. It's basically yeah. limitless. But you know that you guys have also been seeing a rash of a lot of European influencing going on coming into Canada with concrete troweled material finishes, right? So yeah. now you're getting like that architectural concrete look or a kind of roughness on certain wall applications, you can apply this to this stuff. Yeah. Yes. You can totally do it to this stuff. Right. Now. You can have a light extrusion and then have like almost Okay, so there's a company that we spoke about. I'll mention the company because I think they're maybe, uh, amazing stuff, which is... Um, you talking about De 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 Deco, Con yeah. Deco Concrete. So they have... Their systems are panel systems. Okay, four so, by four, two by four, whatever right. it is. So yeah. now you can use their panel system with our extrusions. Yeah, and create multiple. There's multiple. Like that's where I was saying as, the wheels are spinning. Right. It's and I'm an old guy. As, as they came up, as you know, Andre and Tony came up with the, the that slogan, limitless, limitless potential. It's limitless in what we can do. And we have a sister company that if you want something, um, for example, the knife edge. Right? Yeah. We can't create a knife edge that goes like this. Radius. Okay? We can't radius a knife edge. Not yet. No, we can. You can't? With GFRG, yes, you Oh, you can. can. That's yeah. what I was saying. We have, right? the, yeah. we oh, have yeah. the technology to do that. And and as I... And think of $6 million man. We have the technology. We to have do that. the technology <laughs> to move forward. Here we go. So, but at the same time, like most guys, most drywall companies, and I'll tell you this right now, most builders, most drywall companies, they always traditionally used a company called form glass well form glass took their all their operations and they moved it to mexico okay okay well now you're in mexico you're paying yeah okay paying you less but when you order something and it goes to mexico and you wait for it to come back just in shipping something breaks then what back to mexico again but we have we have a sister company here in canada here in toronto that does exactly the same thing because they took the people that didn't want to go to Mexico, that were out of jobs, have the knowledge about how to use GFRG and GFRC products. What does GFRG stand GFRC is glass-reinforced gypsum fiber, or fiber gypsum, right? And then 
GFRC is concrete. So you get gypsum based and you get concrete based. So you're actually getting, you can do curve like there. But even before you get into there, you could still curve drywall. I know that we're showing all yeah, kinds no, of we can, no, we curve can curve it one we way. Haven't, we you didn't can bring, bowl nose. You guys can right, like, we what's can, the tight we radius? Done, you haven't even gone into that No, we, we don't even have an example here. No, no, we didn't want it, but we want people to understand that you can do that if you yes, want to do can. it. Yeah, we can. If you want yeah. to make a column, we can do a column, yeah. right? Could you, of course you could. You can bowl nose this vertically, but still have the shadow reveal. We can bone nose it, but you couldn't continue the reveal into the bone nose. That's where we would go to the sister company and Got have it. them make that corner. Okay. And then continue with If we're doing part. a house in, in Barrie and they have a curved wall with a reveal, a shallow reveal, so they'll make that our same product here, right? So they'll make it out of GFRG, right? We'll use their curve and then just butt ours into it, right? Yeah. It's It's... As I said to you, Manny, you give us a design or something. You guys, we've already it seen it, developed it, or no, or we'll we'll know of different uh, guys ways uh, of doing it, doing different options. So, what was I gonna? I was gonna ask you guys. Um, Did we get into all the questions? <laughs> no, no, there's there, there's plenty here. No, we we'll got, have to do it, another. It, it podcast. just happens. It comes up, and yeah, we'll have to do another on. podcast. Cause no, no, there's there's a lot of stuff. I want people to watch this show so they can understand this. But it's it's basically like you start thinking about new ideas that you can pull off and then you just give it to you guys. Well, we never finished the cost thing. Yeah. So I know that when we first started chatting, I want you guys to kind of give us a rough idea, apples to apples. So you know from history of working in the industry, let's just say a 3,000 square foot house. How many roughly board feet are we talking about there? Traditionally speaking, let's go 3, traditional. 3,000? 40 to 50. 40, no, 50. No, 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 no. Board 18? feet. Board feet. No, 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 wait, wait. Board, uh, board feet. feet of like drywall, you're talking about times five, maybe between 12 and 15. Yeah, okay, right? there you go. Yeah. But um, yeah, it depends on, uh, like, see, we were asked before, like, how, what's the cost savings in a general house? Well, every house has a different design, right? Different bulk. I know, some, that's what I'm trying to. Yeah, there's not a happy market. medium there. Like, yeah. sometimes what guys are typically, how we do cost comparison is what do you typically price per linear foot? What is our product per linear foot and was your, you know, we're easily 50% uh, cheaper. See, that's where I was going. Uh, easily on on simple stuff. But as, as it gets complicated, it's a higher percentage. But again, you still have to, we're not discrediting anybody, but we're, you still have to buy the product, install the product, tape the product as well. Uh, it's, there's many moving parts to everything. But, but I also want people to understand that your price includes the material. Yeah. yeah. The traditional way, that price is not including the material Yeah, they first. have to make it all. Okay, but hold on, Manny. Just think about this. Say I'm doing this. Just, I like talking about this because it's our newest and greatest. Well, that's where the, that's where, that's where the Toronto Step Bevel is going. Okay. Right. So now you go around, you put your baseboard in, right? Okay. You put your baseboard in. Now it's all done, but you've left that six inch gap. Yeah. Now I got to go to a boardman. Yeah. Cut six inches, install it. Now I got to get another guy to come in and put the bead in. Yeah. Then I got to get another guy to come in and put the tape in. Done. Finished. Bye. Now he's just taping this. One guy. Trim carpenter can do this. One guy. Right? Tra taper can put so, this in. So is it fair to say that if you take a traditional home, yes, it's just a box, right? Yep. And you take another home, and, and you guys are putting your product versus that product, 
you're going to be about 50% less cost-wise? On a job, um, yeah, it depends on the detail, right? Like if one has... Both houses are doing uh, drywall returns. Same, yeah. You're doing drywall returns on both houses. You're doing a shadow return on the base. Your Both houses are doing exactly the same. So mm-hmm. it's it's like the, it's a box. We already talked about this, Manny. So eight minutes, one hundred and five minutes. Yes, yeah. but also five minutes videos. to do that, that window on your website. But well, uh, five minutes to do that window. Now I got to cut a piece to do the face, a piece to do the return. I've got to put the corner bead on. I got to mud it, right? I got to sand it. I got to mud it. I got to sand it. I got to mud it. So instead of like twenty-seven boxes of mud, you're bringing in <laughs> thirteen boxes yeah. of mud. Like we, ah, there you go. When we did an analysis, there's many ways to analyze the product and the way it's done. We have a big contractor in the U.S. They've did a 87-story high-rise building in California, uh, all at a prefab. There was not one corner beating the entire building. And there's another uh, building right beside it that was identically the same, given to another drywall company. And they were accelerating twice faster. Uh, the, the guys that prefab the building, way. they finished it faster than them by uh, 40-something floors. You know, so these guys had about six or eight eight uh, guys prefabbing, and then everybody else, would, all the other trades, will go in and uh, like the, the drawers will go in and put the. They'll do all the complicated work, and then they do the flat work. The so we have condos. a company. Just one of our contractors does low rise industrial condos. Okay. Okay. Andre, Steve, go out to this site. There's two drywall companies doing almost identical buildings. They're like what were they thousand square foot condo? Yeah. That that. DMD did? Yeah. Yeah, just, okay. No windows. Frames are in, but no glass. That's when they had a shortage of material, like glass during COVID. Okay, all right. Yeah. Okay. All the frames It was based building, like, commercial units. Okay. Yeah. Our guys, all the, all the windows are done. Done. Finished. Right? Because all the corner, you don't have to corner bead. No. Other guys, they have to corner bead. Now you have to wait. They couldn't mud it because heat. it was... The there was not no heat, yeah. So it wouldn't dry. So uh, now, yeah. now you're the builder. You come in and go, "Wow, these guys are done." And then these guys are still waiting to get the glass in, right? But the bills on both jobs, comparison wise, the numbers are the same. Yeah, you're submitting as a builder. You're submitting whatever the dollar value is on this job. It's going to be the same dollar value on using your product job, yeah. but you're doing it faster and you're making more profit. Yeah, I don't think the contractor really cares about the, f- the, 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 because it's prefab or not. They don't care about that. What, and I get back time. to this point. It's about if I can get that guy that rented or bought that condo into that condo more, I'm now getting my money. Cause now Faster. I'm not b- lending, like I'm not borrowing the money to lend. It's done. Yeah. I'm now gone. Yeah. But like a lot of these, um, places like, um, the, the contract, the drywall contractor, has now another option before it was just no you have to use that and or you do a tradition like this so he's learning how to frame less uh like for example the hat you don't have to frame the above here you just slide it into your drywall ceiling and then screw it in and it's rigid enough and we never had a deficiency in eight years that we've been doing it could i like use you guys on a job yes and if you were to scan the entire job and have all the measurements exactly to what you needed to have, right? Mm-hmm. You guys could probably lay out all the profiles, linear foot I need, all the field, and give me tapered butt joints yeah. 
literally like a puzzle. Yeah. And it would just be 12 inch box everywhere and, and screw holes period. Yeah. We'll see what contractors are doing now. Like they'll send us a drawing saying we need 12 by 12 box or 12 by four, 12, whatever. And then they're like, we need 200 linear feet of this, 500 linear feet of this, 1,000 linear feet of this. They'll wait for the prefab to get on site before they build anything because now they're using less material to put it all together. And uh, they're not framing traditionally. Uh, you know, so many job sites now are pretty much all metal. Like uh, when you look at custom homes, yep. nobody's doing these crazy details in wood because you wouldn't be able to drywall them yeah. properly. So well, then you're not, you don't have a bin at the end of the job filling up with all the yeah. offcuts of drywall but as well. A lot of oh, oh, there's there's another added cost. Now I got to hire a guy to take all the garbage and put it in a bin. Well, yeah, but we're doing job that. sites What's right that? now I know, that are. But at the end of the day, it's it's you you said break down a house. Well, Manny, let's. That's part of the cost. That's break down a house, yeah. right? So did you not have a crew when you were doing yours? You had one guy to come and yeah. gobble up all the offcuts and then take yeah, it yeah. And, or dump it if you had a nice enough GC like myself. Throw it in the bin that's ready on site, yeah. and that's where it's going to be. So if it's traditionally, if I'm doing a house and I have to drywall return all the windows, the guys drywall the house, the guys come in and do the windows. Well, we like doing it the opposite way. Do all the windows and then put the board up. Well, just put it this Sense. way. In, in a typical house back then when I used to drywall, we used to have a waffle ceiling, a tray ceiling, whatever they call it. And we used to, you know, you have 10, 12, 15 boxes. I would have to use at least two to three boxes of corner bead between 50 and 75 corner beads. Then you have to install it, put three coats of plaster on it, and you, you have waste, sanding, and stuff like that. Now you don't have 50 to 75 corner beads. You're not taping that. So what's it worth? What's it, how do you analyze it? Like anybody could analyze it to whatever way. Now you can put a track on the ceiling, and that's all you're screwing. And then when you connect the two pieces of prefab together, you just put a piece in the middle and join it. And then you just tape the seams and that's it so you have i don't know like 10 boxes of mud versus one box or two box like you've been in the industry for a while now manny and you came to our shop and you were like you were well, i was i was number one press first of all before i even saw the machine was the lack of dust because the work was being performed mm -hmm. so things were being cut mm -hmm. so that i you know like you don't appreciate lack of dust until you get older and start realizing how irritant it gets to you mm -hmm. as an individual like right. if i get on a job site now and there's airborne sawdust or concrete dust or drywall dust it bothers me now yeah right it didn't yeah. bother me when i was younger right but so now i'm i'm fully aware of it so that's the first thing i noticed then second you guys set it up and did a cut for me in seconds and then i see this and i'm like it's like that unfolded box there right yes so all of a sudden you're just you 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 back designed the the idea that you wanted to create yeah. and then you assembled the unit and and and, and that's so it. no so brainer we, so we have created something and and i know we're gonna i'm gonna talk about it because we're in the process of of discussing things with with sonopan yeah that's fine you can bring okay. it up so we have a situation whereby we created a drywall box out of sono or we created a box out of sonopan because you're talking about an insulated box for Recessed okay. lighting. So normally, in an, and when you're using Sonopan, which is a, a, an isolation material for isolating sound, you put the Sonopan up, you put resilient channel, you put drywall. Yeah. The question that we had to those guys was, okay, I have to put a pot light in. Now, I have to take a router, router the hole for the pot light. As soon as you do that, in my opinion, in our professional opinion, your sound retention has gone into that hole. So yeah. now, are you actually getting 
the pan. So you've penetrated the sound okay. envelope. So we came up with an idea of, okay, let's make a Sonopan box. Okay, so the problem with Sonopan, and I, I, I don't know, it's very um, brittle. Loose, loose fibers. Loose fibers. Yeah. So when we grooved the Sonopan, we had to come up with a way. So we grooved it, glued it, made a box. And it adhered. It stayed? Stayed. The other, the situation with the, the marketing company or the company that does the stuff for Sonopan, they want it in a flat application so that when you go to a oh, Home retail. Depot, okay. retail, it's yeah. about the square footage and what they can get. Can we put, we can't, because then you have to put paper on the back of the Sonopan. So you have to apply it. Who's going to do that? A, right? All this other stuff. So talking to them today, I said, we talked about this. Why don't we just make a drywall box? The offcuts from the Sonopan, you either put it on the outside or you put it on the inside of our drywall box. We'll give you the drywall box, but we can now give it to you shipped flat. Yeah, you don't have to. We don't have to glue it, and you can ship it flat, and they can assemble on site. And Done. Then, now, just do whatever you want with the Sonopan, right? Makes sense. Here's the other thing. Now, as Andre pointed out. If you're doing a fire retardant ceiling, you cannot have any penetration through that drywall. No, well, wherever you go, you have to continue it, yeah. the material. Our drywall box eliminates that penetration if it you're does. cutting. Right. Yeah. Because we went to a condo guy, in, and this is in Kitchener, and they have ceiling fans, fans in every bathroom. We created a box for that fan because you have to fire. Ret- so now- At a rated X? Fire yeah, fire rate type X, and yeah. then we, uh, then they, we actually put the fan inside, and then they screw the fan into the. Uh, so they give us framing. the fans. We manufacture the box. We give them back the fan. Here you go. Put the box in. Now you're not having to use fire retardant materials like the the the, the foam or the ceiling. Well, it's time right? consuming to assemble yeah. a traditional it way. Is. It's a pain and in the ass, is what it is. Yeah, I so can't stand it. Any any penetration, like we had the electrical wire going through that we had a grommet that we had a drill for, and we sealed it with the uh, one of their uh, like fire rated caulking that you buy. Uh, from as we milk. said with Lightline, hand us the trims, five hundred trims. Here you go. We hand them back a flat board with the trims already in it. There you go. We actually had Lightline from the U.S. come up, and they had a problem where one of the one of the trims got. Put, punch through well it's not from our it was somebody actually pushed it through the logistical shipping which is let's just living so they looked at it that and went yeah okay we can get that but at the same time you're not dealing with that swirl every light and i'm telling you manny i can i swear i can take you to any house and thinking you're getting perfect you're not getting perfect i can see where the no you'll see that's it, why if, if you have a, a good taper and you, you have, have a, a good glass. taper yeah. that's the problem but and now the, everything's level five in these houses so it's supposed to be level five, yeah, but people have a weird feeling of what level five is. As soon as uh, sunlight or lights hits it, yeah. and, you know, that's why. I, I can't come today. It's cloudy. Oh. I'll come when it's nice and sunny. That's when I'm going to take a look at your house. Then I'll right. tell you if it's a good job or not. But I get it. You know, these guys come up with these light bars and they take the light bar and they, they put it against the wall. And Yeah, but okay. So you're looking. When are you getting that? Yeah. You're like, how, at what point, like then you get, then that's getting a little too anal retentive in terms of stuff. But with our stuff, as you said, our 90 is a 90. Yeah. Like we do a lot of residential homes uh, for contractors. We have some uh, contractors that are not heavily skilled in um, framing and like even the window returns. Some windows, it's a one inch. What do you put there? You know what I mean? So to put a corner bead and a D200 trim, you're overlapping each other. And then you're, and then if the window condensates, the uh, bead will eventually rust. 
They're, they're yeah. not highly skilled, but it's funny how they're highly MacGyverish sometimes when they're <laughs> given a treatment on a, a, a drawing yeah. and they need to be building that treatment on the ceiling and they'll just pull out whatever steel studs are on location okay, and the so, tin snips right. and just MacGyver something okay, so together. We, we had a situation, and I'll mention it's, it's, Phil, it's Phil Tishner, Tishner Homes. Okay. I was at his, uh, he said, Steve, I have, I have a dilemma. I think you I can need have, a solution. Right. <laughs> so they have a window. They have windows. They did a renovation in this house. So they have, they need a return. But they all have drywall on the face. They have a baseboard here. Okay. okay? And they need, so you can't, they don't have enough room because the frame, they don't have to, enough room to turn the baseboard okay. and put drywall on. You can't put drywall on and then put a baseboard on because yeah. now you're going to be proud of the yeah. frame. Yeah. Okay. So we came up with the solution of in that baseboard, okay, there is a groove right here. Okay. So the, it goes design. up. Design. Goes in a quarter of an inch, comes out a little bit and goes back up again. Bottom's half inch, top is eighth of an inch. Okay. Okay. But there's a line right here. Okay. So our solution was put your baseboard in, right, on that one side. Then take the balance of the bottom with that little groove and put it into the put it into the window. Okay. Then take our reveal with a quarter inch reveal. Now you sit it on top of the baseboard, the flat stock. Right? Yeah. And now that line continues all the way around till you get to the other side. It's a window in the back of a kitchen. Now this line is continued, but you don't get that little piece in the top, but you still have that yeah. that line. I know exactly what you're talking right. about. Right. Yeah. Feels feels like brilliant, Steve. Brilliant. Because he couldn't like this is the thing. He couldn't wrap his head around the traditional way of doing it. But I'm it. there to to I'm there sometimes to problem solve. And help different these, ideas, you know, different ideas and different views of things because I see so many things in the environments that I'm in that I have. Oh, I saw that in another house. So I saw that it's in another house, right? Like we had a lady that came to our office and she liked the baseboard idea, but uh, on this, they, they wanted one eighth, and she's like, "But there isn't a product that we can do that's one eighth now." I'm like, "Well, you'd have to double up the bead D200 on both sides and stuff for like that." But she's like. And then we did the whole house. The house was, what, 10,000 square feet? Yeah. And uh, she has a nice uh, reveal around her whole house that typically nobody would do it because it's time-consuming and a lot of money. And well, she's the charge, like, the cost associated with that. That's yeah. what but this is what I ask. So, Manny, you, you, you know, like, we're, we would want to have wanna have a discussion. We want to have a roundtable with drywall companies. Yeah, of course. How much do, would you charge for that? And can you do it? Yeah. Traditionally? No, you can't. You can do it, but it's, it's going to be really expensive. Yeah. Because yeah. it's going to be very difficult. Well, it's, it's custom, right? Yeah. So then it's like you're getting that custom price as well. But it's also now, you know, the look is... Now, you, the painter, if he was to paint that, he his paint just sticks right to it because there's no build-out of uh, mud, plaster, you know, so it's... But weird. even if you did that, if you just took that reveal and went right up the wall... A lot of guys are coming to us now. They have walls that go up, uh, like their stairwell wall. Yeah. And they want to embed lights. And yeah. We embed them yeah. like these nice lights. And, uh, you know, guys are installing the hats within like minutes. And, you know. You, so once you they asked, get you it, it. You asked us this question. How much does it cost? It actually costs less. 
Wayla. in time and labor and material and material. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying is that the drywall industry needs to get their head out of their ass and understand that there's opportunity well, the, the, here. The, the, the whole saying was before, if it ain't broken, don't fix it. You know what I mean? But it's not just the drywall. We had a lot of old architects, designers. Yeah, yeah. We had a lot of old journeymen, like in our industry. They're like, ah, I don't want to fucking touch this. And then all of a sudden, they're like, uh, when can we get this? <laughs> you know, what I mean, so we've changed some guys' minds, but not all. Where you know, but eventually those guys will retire. And are you teaching the younger generation? What's the turnaround, guys? How fast? I got something going on. And I give you guys an order. We measured everything. Here's the linear count that I need. Uh, here's the profiles that we're needing. What's sometimes we can do it within a couple like days, a day, a couple days, sometimes a week. But depend what the quantity is. Like sometimes we have customers we can push off because they don't need it right away. We'll schedule those orders. If something's a rush, it's a rush. Uh, we, we have are. we have three machines. We have uh, we're going to be opening up. Um, second shift and if stuff needs to get done needs to get done like me when we first started me and my uh, partner we used to come in at like we go home shower and they'll come back and then put in another four to six hours because guys need it done yesterday and i'm like oh you know what's the delivery what are you guys like because obviously you got to deliver this stuff to sites right so mm -hmm. we do some deliveries a lot of guys also come pick up and um we have a couple of suppliers that we that actually come and pick up the products from we supply to we distribute to suppliers okay cds being one pbs being another okay right and they'll come with their truck they'll pick up the product we'll skid it they'll ship it out right yeah. and uh it's it's multiple applications how far have you guys gotten away from the oh, gta area uh like we've <laughs> shipped as far as arizona but uh yeah yeah, yeah. really yeah, yeah. yeah. so and it's, and he goes, steve you gotta go take this knife edge it was a, a knife edge order and it was like it was like two and a half hours we just did, we had a company come from, we have a company in London, a supplier. They came to our shop, picked it up, and took it to Sarnia. Yeah. We have some guys, like private guys that do, like, logistical deliveries. Yeah. The client will schedule them in, and they'll come pick up. And, you know, sometimes it costs $1,000 for deliveries, but... but you know You're what I mean? Like, more than that. We'll, yes. we'll save them in the product end. We'll yeah. be like, okay, uh, we have some stuff that's going out to the U.S., like knife edges and stuff. And, you know, sometimes we tell the guy, listen, if you're ordering 50 linear feet, it's not worth your time. You know what I mean? Like, you're going to pay more in logistics than what it's worth. Yeah, like, right? no, but so, if you're doing a house package. But one, yeah. of the issue, one of the things that we're now doing is, is that now we're, like, we're now producing linear feet after linear feet of this. So now we're not having to produce it. Now it's going to be in stock, ready to go. And if you need an order, fine. It's bang, it goes out. It's the same thing as we had a discussion with Lightline. Stop giving us 100 trims. Give us 500 trims because then we have a production. We're doing all this. And it's now done, finished, and out the door, right? Now you guys can take it. When you get to a certain point, call us back. We'll send us more trims. We'll do it again. Didn't you have, I thought you had a box sample there already with a face piece of drywall on it crosshairs on it so that's yeah, basically yeah. what you guys are selling so the box is already completed it fits inside of a 14 and a half inch stud yeah. cavity or yeah. ceiling cavity there you go yeah, so and there it put is it up and then drill whatever hole size they need to drill that's it done and but now you your box is done this but back in it and again if how did we do it back then it was no, a pain in the ass right but if you're using a sono pan product you can then sono pan the outside of this box you can stick it in you can screw this in now you're not dealing with trying to create an environment where that sono pan is now perforated now you're trying to stop that penetration now it's already here you stick it up and oh guess what 
Mr. Homeowner. Oh, I don't like the light here. Oh, okay, we'll move it over here. Now you're just moving a box, right? Now you're not moving the whole light, everything. So how do I cut it? Where do you do with it? Now the box is already there. Now you know where the light is. It's, it's actually seen. Yeah. A lot of guys will send us, we did a order for Arizona fire rated boxes, double layer. We did 2000 pieces and um, they're like, oh, the contractor is like, we have to get them like within a week. And I'm like, okay, not, not a you? problem. Yeah, yeah. And we stayed like, I don't know, 20, 40 hours 2000 boxes, man. And then we made it work and the guy's been ordering from us since, right? And then it's like, you know, they like it. They saw us on uh, through one of our other friends that we've done work for, and then they're like, okay, we have to get this. And then you know, it was a no-brainer for some of the people. Yeah, but we some were, guys are going to be like, we, I'll do it traditionally. We were joking okay. about I was just on Instagram and watching this thing, and they have in, in uh, Washington State, they have an Olympics, drywall Olympics. Oh, you were mentioning this. I remember that. <laughs> I'm like 100. So I, I messaged the guy in charge of in training or whatever for this. And I said, um. How many checks do you give out? And they give out eight checks of $1,000 each, right? Andre and I said, oh, can, we, can we come and bring our stuff and we'll just collect all eight checks, <laughs> right? Because we'll be done sitting, timing the rest well, of the Well, it's based guy. on time, right? Absolutely. So it's like. Yeah, okay. We're done. Now what? Where's the, uh, where can we go for a beer? We'll be back, <laughs> right? It's, it's it, Manny, we, we can, every day I see different environments and different applications and every day i see how the the benefits of our product are and and you said to us well how far do you go well we have a drywall company coming from aurelia that is extremely interested because of the fact that they see just in that one little detail just in that detail on how it's going to save it's them. a selling detail and they actually did business. a post they actually did a it's funny they did a post today of a shadow reveal around a door and they and it was something about the fact of oh it's this is a new technology new thing and like it, it the shadow reveal has been around but now it's getting into window returns and window reveals and like how do you how do you connect we have a, a company that we deal with the door boutique right yeah. and now our product and their product marry each other because they have a reveal around the door now our product can marry to their reveal. It's it's seeing how you can incorporate them. Is it just a matter of like you starting a training, like just get the mutters and sheet rockers to come in and just give it a try, give it a like you hang know what? it, try it out. Now we've cleaned up our office because you know we've been restructuring a lot of things, and now we can actually and have people come over. It's literally you'd have to come in and see us. Sometimes just talk like we're talking now, and then the light bulb goes off. Yeah, and, and you're like, okay, I want that. Or can you guys do this? And then they'll give us drawings. We're like, yeah, that's not a problem, you know? And uh, like I did a f uh, Instagram post a while back and I just did this. I'm not an Instagrammer, so I just took a couple pictures. And the If you've done one, you are yeah. an Instagrammer. Well, <laughs> I did like a 30-second video and, or like a thing. And then I literally got an email like, I don't know, 10 minutes after saying, hey, I got some drawings can I send to you. Can you do this? And I was like, yeah, no problem. It's standard for us. And then the guy's like, well, we're doing it, we're doing it, uh, they're doing it themselves. And I'm like, how easy is to install? I'm like, well, if you guys need help and assistance, we can assist you in that. And then we showed them a little bit here and there, and they're like, okay, we don't need you. We'll, we'll install it. We know how to install it. I just want these guys to try it out. I just want them to understand how easy this is to do it, and your finished product is going to be so much better. We've done a lot of uh, freebies. We've done a lot of uh, discounted uh 
profiles oh, okay. where we just want the end user to be happy. Well, we want homeowners. Well, we did it. We, for example, contractors, I was, homeowners I was trying are to good. get in with a drywall company, and you know, you, that was three years ago. Finally, um, through the builder, he re, the drywall then reached out to me because the builder I met and talked, and so we went and actually did the house. They wanted a window, a couple windows done in a room, right? So on it, like, let's do the whole house, right? We'll just like, we'll just do the whole house. Subsequently, ever since then, they've done like six or eight orders, right? And and now it's they saw it, they saw it, but it's not just it's not the supervisor saw it. It's so most of the time they have one guy or two guys that actually do all their fancy stuff for the non traditional stuff. He sees it like he's like. I, I tried to get these guys to use it like a year ago or two years ago, right? Because he already sees the advantages of it. And I, I don't know how that dynamics works with the drywall company. If he's a sub trade that does their stuff and all that other it's stuff. It's kind of weird because you got so many Europeans coming into this industry in Canada. And I can only assume it's the same with the U.S. They must know about this stuff coming from Europe. Like this is already... Nah, it's a not really. Not really. Not really. They're like, just blinders I, uh, on? Uh, okay, so... If you got a drywall company or a, a window company that's doing aluminum extruded windows, this marries so wonderful with their with their what they're actually offering yeah. to their clients. Yeah. I went to some of the companies. Hey guys, we'll partner. Let's partner. No, we're not extruding. We don't care. This drywall thing. Really? So you you don't like it's just an added feature for your windows. So if you're the guy that does it and you're doing it for not just the windows and now the contractor's seeing it and you're making money because you're buying it from us and then sell I don't care. It's you, We sell it to you for five. You sell it to them for seven. It's just added revenue. That's all it is. But it's another system on top of your system. Yeah. You know, like, you know, how do you do a window return that's three quarters of an inch? You know what I mean? It's like so, some of the things. So like, difficult. Yeah, Manny, some of the windows are like tight. Yeah, How or do you do that? some of the window openings are not framed exactly; they're bigger, and then you don't have to back frame some of these windows. Now you can just screw the face of our product, and it's rigid. You know, like that ninety that we keep showing you—it's solid. You don't need to back frame into that. Yeah, it's solid. Like, and guys go, "Well, is it going to stand up?" Well, we've been eight years, and you? it's all stood up. So, see, that's where it's like it's—it's it's just so confusing to me how you'll get guys that are taking so much pride in this industry, this particular trade, this detail of the, of the building process. Yes. But yet then they'll question this innovation here that it's actually better than the traditional way of doing things. Yes. And I don't understand that. It's like almost you, you're, you're telling me that you're want to try new ideas, but you're not going to embrace this new idea. Yeah. Now, now you understand Manny, the frustration every day, banging my head going, what don't they get? he, I swear he was like a kid in a candy store. When he saw it, when you no, saw it. For the no, when he came to my house, yeah. he had a box like this yeah. with all of this in it, except this. We hadn't come up with this yet, right? So like, Andre and I, in, like, it was our, like, I said, why can't we, do, like, there's a way to do it. And he goes, no, no, no. And then all of a sudden we came up with, oh, let's do it this way. And it's been flying. Like, we've just, I think this is one of the best things that we sell. Right in terms of what's out there in the marketplace, we even didn't we didn't even launch it because we did uh, we wanted to test it with our local contractors, local guys that we know good, and we've sold like I don't know fifty sixty thousand on your feet of it, and uh, 
everybody everybody likes it. Like, they come back I mean? and they love it. They yeah. see the potential. So, of it. Um, but again, it's innovation. We started back in 2015. A lot of companies. I talked to some new companies that come to market. They don't survive a because time and money. If uh, especially now, what everything costs is everything. A lot of you don't get the chance. We have a small market in Canada. Uh, some things it could be a great product, but by the time you get it out, some people don't have the cash flow. Where's the profit, Andre? Like, where's the profit when it comes to a drywall trade? Is it in the the taping? No, you know what? Uh, the profits in a company that's well put together. Um, if you have guys that are good framers, good drywallers, good tapers, and they can go in and out and do their job properly versus some guys get it right away and some guys stare at the ceiling all day and they're like, oh, I only put up 10 sheets. You you have to have a lean, good crew. Even these big drywall companies, they're all some of the companies that can have 600 men, but maybe maybe 100, 200 men are really, really good, and then the rest are bodies, um, just like any other industry. Um, you can it's been always uh, like that so a lot of a lot of companies have to train their guys like innovation if you don't bring innovation i can give this product to a, a kid that just started out one two weeks of drywall and he can install a bulkhead straight because the product is straight you teach him the basics and he can now do your bulkheads you can't do that traditionally he's not um, he couldn't put a corner beat you No, know, i agree he's not uh he's not been blinded by yeah. That's how it's always been done yeah. mentality. Yeah. He's not been blinded yeah. by that. So now, uh, little bit by little bit, like eight years later, we have more traction, more companies using it, more young guys. Now, when they switch to another company, it's like, hey, we use prefabricated drywall in our other company. You guys should get some. And then they're like, we never heard of it. And then now it's word of mouth. It's been company to company. Um, some companies are still doing a tradition, which is not wrong. Do it, right? But- Again, if you have to bid against a job, sometimes the details will kill you uh, because just time-consuming, labor Are the homeowners asking for it? Are they educated enough that no. they're finding no. it? No. So it's we haven't really brought it to the homeowners. Okay, yeah. no. Homeowners really don't. like Because you still have to hire a contractor. That's why we West said DIY. Yeah. We, can, we can have products for DIY, but again, you know, like you would have to be a skilled DIYer for some of the details. I don't, I don't think it's applicable for DIYers. I think they can look at it and think that, oh, this is super easy. Now I can hang drywall. Yeah. Now I can do this. And I'm and like, no, you, you couldn't do anything before, no so don't, don't to touch job. it. Hire a pro. Yeah. Simple as that, right? Well, there's a lot of, con like in the city, we have so many contractors. Whether they do drywall, they understand drywall, they're not. A lot of guys are like one, like, you know, they they can do a lot of drywall and stuff like that. And we've made the process a little bit easier for them. Okay. So now, now you're dealing. Okay. So now you're into commercial. I didn't mean during draw, but I was like, I'm trying to figure out what other pieces of drywall you guys okay, brought so that then, I didn't show yet. All right. So that's traditionally six by six here. Right. But it, okay. So I was just acting as a column okay, or so whatever. You're doing a commercial application. You have columns in the, in floors, right? Yeah. So you need to fire rate the column. Yes. Yeah, so you get through fire rate or drywall. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So if you take the screws out, right? You take the screws out. We but we can do it two different ways. Where's is there one with the that you did yeah. with that's plastic? There's one without the without. Uh, it's got plastic, plastic around it. Right here, right here. Okay, so take the plastic off. Hang on, Manny. I'm just uh, I'm just uh, I know in drywall heaven. 
You're so old. now you've got the plastic here. you got the strand wrap. It comes like that. comes like this. Yeah, no, with, no, the, no. with we, the plastic. We plastic it. Right. Now, sure. guess what? Look at now, this. take Look it apart. This. Look at this. Look at this, man. Well, everybody's listening. Look at this. Look <laughs> at this. Whoever's listening. So basically, you guys have created a 6x6 six six box, it mitered everything. No, no, no. It's it's not it can be, be any six size. Six. Yeah. It can be any six size you want. It can be any size you want. Up to, up to, remember, you're dealing with a 48-inch drywall. But yeah, no corner bead, no nothing. But you know what you also have done here? You know what they're going to say? You know what Mutter's taper is going to say? What? Well, that's the best part of taping you. I just get my knife. It goes wrong from quarter bead to corner bead, yeah. and I just run it. Really? Okay, so now... Okay. And that's how they sound. Right. Yeah, I know. Okay, uh, okay. Uh, now your column is uh, is uh, 12 by 12. Okay, you go. Oh, yeah. That's a different okay, you go now. Well, then you get a Darby. Okay, you go no, now. No, give me a 24 or 24, and I'll do a Darby on it now. And I'll just put, I'll put two cases of mud just on this one post. Okay, you do that. Okay. You no, go. I prefer this, man. This is a lot better. Like, this is amazing that you could just make it size whatever you want. Yeah, we have a taper together. joint in the middle. You got a taper, taper joint, joint here, so you mud that. You put two screws on this side. You put two screws, whatever. One screw on this side. Oh, it's done. There it is there, Manny, right there. It's done. There it is, Manny. I know. Well, there's no two screws on the other side. There's, there's only, there's no two four corner beads. And uh, okay, so for example, we did the casino. They had 30 foot columns, 30 foot columns. 10, 10, 10. 10. 10. Done. Bye. The GC's like, and then I you love has, you guys. You also tapered these joints too. We can. Yeah, we can. Yeah. A lot of guys don't because they just feather them. A lot of these columns are getting cladded with tile or another product. They just need the column to be wrapped True. in drywall. Yeah. So uh, even a lot of the columns at the casino we did, they're just up 30 feet up. Nobody even sees after 10 feet what they look like. But, you know, now you're taking something that's straight and uh, you're so installing you should, it in you minutes. You put a mirror on it eh, for a little sun <laughs> sunbathing kind of thing. Is that what you guys should be doing? Well, you're Italian. You should... <laughs> The sun comes out, I don't get red. I get olive. Like that's yeah, just how exactly. it is. We're that's European. What, We're not afraid of the, of the oil, sun. The olive oil. We're not afraid of the sun. Yeah, man. what is Manny doing? Oh, he's out the sun back with olive good, oil, okay. sun tanning. Okay, so what else? What else is there? Hang on a sec. Was there anything else? Well, Andrea's got stuff on her... Um, Andrew's got stuff on Angelina. the stick. <laughs> Angelina's got stuff oh, on her... Uh, on the shtick, if you want to bring no, it up. No, but we... It's on like the we stick. said, like our tagline is limitless potential. So if a client has a detail, we'll dissect it. It doesn't have to be all made out of one piece. We sometimes make uh, details out of three different pieces. Are you getting more and more challenges now? Because now that once someone understands it, they get it. No, we they, just get more and more drawings. And then all we is. get more busier. And then we're open... Uh, Monday to Friday, but I'm usually there with a couple guys. Uh, Saturday, yeah, and the emails Sunday. are 24/7. Yeah, but you know? that's how business is, right? Like we try to get back to everybody. Um, you know, sometimes we do, and uh, sometimes we don't. There. Look at that, huh? You guys are just getting too funky there. And again, it's I'm telling light, everybody go light, watch the show. Well, don't listen code. to the show. It's a light code. Yeah, it's a light code. But okay, explain to me how that would get done traditionally. So do I what take it? this with <laughs> me? No, you stay there in the seat because it's a roller coaster and you have to keep have, the bar down. Do you have a uh, light? A, l a laser? laser? No, you just describe it. So, so we have this image is in the, the show now. Okay, so now the part that's laying on the table, that's the wall. Yes. The piece coming down is, so now you're getting that light cove. Yep. And then you're returning it into a bulkhead. Yeah. Right into a, yeah. a light light cove inside of a, a window yeah or even if you're doing a blind box you can still put this 
There's many the, applications. There's like it's as we said. Is that just as easy to build that as it is just to build anything that? Yeah, it just takes a little bit more time yeah, consuming. Just a couple but more cuts and you're good to go. It's uh, like anything. It's uh, where does just, all the dust go? It's co- hooked up to a vacuum, right? There's yeah, a vacuum, special yeah. vacuum. And then it, and then we have a dust dust system. It collects it all completely, yeah. right? Yep. And here's the benefit: you can actually use the drywall dust. I don't know if you know this. Oh, I didn't know this. Yes. Where are you going with this? Dust is for you? farmers. They put it in the gardens and it's... We've actually approached... Uh, I didn't know this. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We've, we've actually contacted before uh, CertainTeed or CGC. Hey, we got this fine dust now. Would you guys want it? And they're like... Recycle it. Yeah, recycle but it or whatever because they're making... Yeah, farmers actually go to the dry, some drywall companies and pick up... Like we have bags of it. Bags. And yeah, guys you know, come like and pick it up. Like oh, every day we have like probably 10 bags. Like fifty kilos a bag. So that's that's a traditional channel, like for the extrusion, yeah, right? Yeah, that's a hot channel. Yeah, that's a hot channel. Inside, scene. outside, this and it's like what, what people need to understand is you got to see this show, but you got to understand that that gone are the days of a non ninety degree inside outside. This is a true ninety degree inside outside. Yes. Yeah. That's unless a huge unless thing, we have man. a little bit too much alcohol, There's, then yeah. no, no, no. It's no. Get you, got, you got a little bit of uh, honey, a Some little bit of honey with. there. But look at that. You can do these channels in the ceilings. You can so do that, all kinds that of stuff. that detail is, there's the C-cap. There, that channel, that, d- d- this is this right here. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly that. Yep. That's your coffered ceiling if you want to do yeah. it. It's or our a C-cap. ceiling yeah. or whatever, right? Just 90. traditional corner, 90. 90. 90. Yep. That's, 90. A, you, that's a 30. That's a knife edge. Yeah. That's a 30, right? 45. 45. That's a 45? It looks yeah, like a 30. That's a 90. There's your corner. So what is the fear? What is the fear that, that these guys want to see metal or tr- or plastic in the corner with mud on it? You're taking work and well, skill it, away from them? It's the same fear that you had in Europe. Why did they not use drywall in, like, say, Croatia? Well, now they are because <laughs> it's easier. You know what I mean? Like uh, we have Croatian guys that that own companies here taking going back. Going back there and taking drywall with them. Yeah. And no, but typically, you know, you don't change unless people are ready to change, or some people are afraid. Like, um, you know, they don't tell me how I, I did this for fifty I know, years. I know. You know what I mean? So I, I have no problem. So don't don't bother me. I know, but this know? is like being a teenager back in the eighties and having a Lamborghini Countach on the yeah. wall there. But they, like they you eventually dream for come you back. Aspire. They're they're probably going home. All these drywall old school guys. They're going home and they're looking at your website, going, Man, "Can you imagine what I could build with that? Like, yeah. like how much better it could be." Well, they're, they're you know no what? Way. Like the trade is only getting tougher with the uh, with um, yeah. young guys trying to get into the trade. The young guys are you, the ones that are going to kill No, us. no parents telling, hey, you should become a drywaller. You know what I mean? That's it's like, just another, yeah, just, that's. You can do any size you want. It's just you guys input it into the, comp- the, the, the system. So we had a system, we had a situation, the, one of the, uh, uh, one of the buildings that we were doing, they had exactly that detail between two windows. Okay. The wall, that's the wall. It was like a bay window or something like that? No, it was, it was, uh, it was actually a hotel. Okay. And they had that situation. So how do you do, how, like, how do you. Traditionally frame that. Yeah, they had a degree, like they had a certain degree they had to meet. You had to get a carpenter, yeah. Yeah, so now they just took our product, we put two channels on the, each end of those windows, and they just capped it. And I don't know, the labor saving is massive because now you're not dealing with a, uh, there's um, no coat systems or like a bead that's flexible both ways, and then you still got to tape it, you know what I mean? So, so then so, the other thing is, this is what I talked about yesterday with, so... Say I take that and I go the opposite way. Okay. So now I have white out. Yeah. 
So now, is there a way of taping that corner and not having it rounded? Yeah, you got to use a certain kind of bead and you got to hope that you line it up perfectly in the center of whatever the so she rock guy. So this, exa- this is a prime example of yeah. what I was dealing with yesterday is that they have this sort of detail, but it carries above the window. So they had the old drywall above the window and now they're going to be using our product. I said, cut that. They're going to cut that right off and put our product right up to the ceiling because now you're getting a true corner. But you know, most sheetrock guys will just buy boxes and boxes and boxes of corner bead, right? Yeah. And just stock it. And then the next job comes along and they have it already. What they should start doing now is ordering boxes and boxes of right angles from you guys for whatever, 16 by 16, because you're going to the first stud or whatever it is, right? Or, Or if you need to cut it, Cut it. Score it, cut it, you're done. We have some guys that would uh, order like 1,000 linear feet and would deliver it to their shop and they'll load up like, we're not avoiding every corner beat in the world, but um, like you said, some guys are last minute things and, um, you know, a couple of contractors, they order like say 1,000 pieces and they have shop space and then they load up 10 pieces as they go in the morning and then uh, they cut them down to whatever size they need. So we've made 16 by 16, 12 by 12, 8 by 8. There's videos in there too. But you could totally, you could totally, um, you could actually do an entire house without any corner beads. Yep. Some of them do. Some of them don't. No, no, we won't be able to hear it. But it doesn't matter. You can just see it. But I'll share it. I'll totally share it. Are they, yeah, you, what kind of videos are they? Well, it's actually a video, showed the video of him putting up. Like doing a, I can insert that later on. Yeah, I don't need to oh, insert okay. it now. Right. I can totally insert okay. that. Okay. It was just more about the profiles. But yeah, yeah. so right now, you guys are just getting more and more designers and GCs and architects coming at you with more drawings. Yeah, more we're ideas. getting more specced in with certain products. Yeah, and um, they're asking us, "Can we spec you in?" And we're like, "Yeah, sure, no problem." Right? Like it's uh, more the merrier. But also, we want to know the people we're doing business with. Uh, you know, like. All our clients are very good clients. They're, uh, you know, we help them out with certain jobs. You know, we have some clients who are like, I priced the job wrong, but I need to complete this job and I can see us using your product and, you know, saving us some time, right? And money eventually. And then I'll, you know what, how much, are, I'll sympathize with them and I'll be like, okay, listen, we'll do this. We'll do this job for you this at this price, right? And then, uh, you know, a lot of guys, they come back because we give them service. Uh, we know what we're talking about. We know how it feels to sometimes you, you screw talk, up on a job. Yeah, yeah, I know. But, here, but here's the thing, Manny. You talked about timelines. We've had situations where we've gone in the morning, they're starting to do some, oh, we broke two pieces. Hey, I need two pieces. No problem. Within an hour or so, it's you on the job we'll site. Get it. We'll get it there. We'll yeah. get it there. Because that's the way we are. Yeah, but eventually I see this, like eventually it's going to become just, you can start charging more for it. Instead of competing directly what's going the traditional way, yeah. you can start charging more for it because the creativity is going to come out of the drywall. Uh, you're, you're going to come up with new ideas that yeah, you guys no, present. Like I, I look at this and you, what you guys are capable of doing. I can design a certain ceiling treatment that we haven't seen yet yeah. on paper. Yes. Give it to you guys, and you guys fabricate that design, yes. and then I sell that design to a client, yeah. and I yes. can charge a certain. You do whatever you price. want. Do whatever yeah. you want. We don't. Care. And they'll buy it because now they've got a, a visual element on the ceiling, right? Yeah. I've always told everybody in construction, we spend so much time and effort on the floor, but we don't realize that there's just as much square feet above. Yeah. So and why we, aren't you taking ceiling Manny, treatments I, into I your had, business? I had this very discussion with you 
Did we? You, yes, we did. You call me all I the time. I showed you pictures. <laughs> I sent you pictures of different. Uh, well, you don't like it. What are we? I thought we were dating. <laughs> okay, we're I never swiped right. Yeah, man. yeah, exactly. <laughs> I swiped left. Yeah, you were swiping on. Yeah. Oh, Steve. Uh, oh, really? Uh, that's your girlfriend, really? Um, so at the end of the day, I was on Instagram. I can share. I can send you the pictures of just a hallway. It's just a eight foot hallway. I know. I know. And and. What you can do just in that little hallway, and I'm thinking, why are people, everybody, oh, you put in a trimless light. Start creating, you said the set, you got walls, you got floor, you got a ceiling, start making the ceiling interesting. You know what? Start, like, there's a company that Andre and I were looking at, they're out of New York City. They're all, I don't know if they're Puerto Rican or Mexican, it doesn't matter. But the innovative things that they're doing with drywall I have never, in all the time that I've been doing this, ever seen it anywhere in Toronto. It is absolutely staggering what they're doing. And it's drywall. Yeah. It's not plaster. It's drywall. It's drywall. And their designs are out of this world. But you know what the problem is, too? We had a couple clients come in, and they're building a, I don't know, 10 20 $30 million house, and we get three pages of drawings. And I'm like, where's the rest? They're like, well, we don't have. I'm like, well, where's the design? Well, we're coming here for ideas. And I'm like, wait, but you're building a $10 million house. You didn't, <laughs> where's the package that you paid your architect? Usually, uh, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, so people are like trying to save every whatever. And then I'm like, well, we're not a design firm. We can, we can, we can do it, <laughs> but we'll have to charge you. But it's like, you know, we've done some design work with a certain, like, good clients, and they're like, why don't you just do a light cove and do this and a knife edge? And he's like, okay, cool, give me a 1,000 feet. And then we're like, okay, that's easy. But when you have an undecided client, I'm not like uh, Olympia Tal here, and you're going to go shopping for five days. You know what I mean? Like, you have to come in with your designs. We can help you. We can say we'll recommend an d- installation method. But, you know, like, some of these clients, they're not st- – spending the money and then we get some clients who were like who did your drawings and we're like so impressed you know and um they, they have all the details like blown you, up you go into houses and there's a book just oh, yeah, that's for the, yeah, just the details yeah is that yeah and so that's that, supposed to be on every single yeah, job okay but so, i know it's not but we have a client who comes to see us they already got a drywaller who actually be one of our clients and then they're coming to see us for us to show them our product and i'm like why are we doing this like we'll do you yeah because of the, the like we have a relationship with the drywall company but at the same time like we got other stuff to do like, like you know, the like worst part is is not knowing that we're dealing like they're dealing with a drywall company that we're dealing with and then they're like asking us can you can we buy direct from you yeah we can buy direct from you but now if i know that you're using my client i don't want to sell to you directly because then i'm cutting out my that's just called Fine. respect in the construction. You know what I mean? And well, it's also cutting off your nose. Yeah, exactly. Your face, you know, right? I, I, I like to like be ex- sometimes exclusive, but with some of uh, in the industry, it's like, you know, some people like they want the exclusivity as a supplier, but I'm like, yeah, but you're not, we're promoting our own product. We're going door to door. You know what I mean? Like we, like I hired Steve and we had like other guys, I'm doing it, we're doing it. So there's a lot of effort put into that. Like, and uh you know, like now we have a good bunch of clients where we can 
recommend to other builders and stuff of like that because we know there won't be a headache. You know what I mean? So um, we we like to work with a bunch of guys that are a bunch of contractors or ladies or whatever everybody is, and uh, we want to make sure everything do- gets done to what has to get done. You know, you guys should also be doing. And I'm sure that you guys have probably have been asked or, or have done some stuff. One of the first things I did in construction when I got started was I always took advantage of the space inside the wall cavity. So if I ever saw a wall and there was no mechanical running through there, or even if there was mechanical running through there, I figured out how a way to reroute that mechanical. And then I would put a niche in there somehow, whether that be like a, a shelf or whatever it is, you're just maximizing it. Mm-hmm. Like there's an opportunity here that if you frame a certain room a certain way, if it's a front entryway or whatever, you could actually go and envelope all around the studs and maximize that space. Exactly, that's what I'm saying, is that there's potential. So there. you, if you start thinking that way framing at the framing stage, you start already thinking that I want to use this voids, all these that's voids That's what I, that I mentioned there. earlier, Manny. There's a company in California. They take the design and they manufacture as per, and then they go back, they sit at a table. How are we going to do this? How are we going to do that? Then they go to the architect and say, okay, this is what we're, yeah, this is what we're thinking of doing. Right. And everybody's, you got to understand you have a designer, you you have an architect, you get everybody part of that equation. That's what makes a great contractor better. Yeah. Everybody can build. We talked about this four walls. It's a roof. It's how you encompass everybody. And as I said, with like this example with Phil, Phil has doing this house up in, up in Innisfil. It's a $750,000 electrical job. He got an email from the, the, the employee of the electrical company. I'm finished this and this and this and this. And Phil wrote back, why are you emailing me this? You're, I don't, you don't answer to me and I don't answer to you. So he phoned the electrician whose job it is and said, why am I getting this email, number one? Two, if I'm going to be doing this, I'm going to take 10% off your pay, and I'll micromanage your guy. But Who, you're going to lose. Who's Phil? Phil Tishner. He's a, he's a oh, builder, Tishner Homes. Okay. But right. he's doing this massive house, and he's like, Steve, I, I'm not here to- I hire you. You bingo. take care of You're this. the electrical company. Yeah. You look after you your own You awarded the job You for get a in your truck. You drive to Innisfil. You go and do whatever needs to do. You make sure that I get an email from you, because you're the guy I'm paying, that gets everything well, you, that's you done. You need to start getting, and also I think you, as much as they're not there, but they should be, the framers have to be on the same page. So you, the framers have to be working with the drywallers to understand the potential behind this because you can't but just... Why, why is a framer have to be involved? Because of the way they traditionally frame certain things. But no, if you start, if no, they if you have, start taking... Manny, in, if they have drawings and it, that stud has to I'm go saying, there, it starts with the architect. Notes. So there would be a note there from the architect via the designer from you guys Back or whatever. This, this one particular area here, we are going to groove industry this one particular area of the house. Back to the old, right? the original stating of what I said at the beginning of the show, Manny. I don't remember. QR code. It's yeah, right in the QR where code. It is. I know. This profile is in that wall. It's right there. We've got to a point where there's a company that we deal with out of California. They have Microsoft goggles. Shows everything in that goggle, where everything is, because it's right there in virtual reality. Microsoft's a bad word in this room. Um, can you actually do this with like no, no space? And yeah. just make it like almost like a threaded line? Yes. Yeah, but we've done it where they want to sit the right uh, on top of the poplar with no seam. We just do our bend to finish the drywall. 
No, but I would want to. I want you guys to do this for me on a wall. Yes. Eight, ten feet or whatever, and I'm getting all these vertical lines. So I'm not doing traditional ship lap that everybody's doing. Yes. Right. But then it's just butted together, so I'm getting just the lines. Yeah, that's easy. Just a subtle, subtle line in the wall. It's easy. I know that would be. I know you guys can do it. I'm asking you that you guys can. But all you're doing is taking that thing and doing a D200 on either side. Yeah. Yeah. That's all you're doing. Yeah. You put a spacer in the middle. Right. And as this is the other thing, and that would look nice, Manny. Watch this, okay? What are you going to build? I'm doing a concrete floor. Okay. Floor, okay? I'm done. Floor's done. Radiant? What? Radiant? Who cares? <laughs> radiant Canada. floor. I'll it's make you, right now. I'll make you happy. I want to make it a warm. A radiant floor. You're putting two inches of SM on the Now I'm taking a square okay. piece of poplar, yeah. and I'm putting it on that floor. Traditionally, that floor is... Scribe. Bingo. What are you scribing, the top or the bottom? You have to scribe the bottom. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Now, now, wow. Now, <laughs> I'm putting this on top. Yes, because okay. that's true. Right. So, what happens is, is that if you want this to be true and this to be true, you can then scribe the back of the poplar, okay, and sit if you don't want to scribe... Oh, I know you're talking about. So then this sits in that. Yes. You put a spacer in here. Yes. Now this line is true. Yes. So you have now, the flexibility. Now, I don't have them. to scribe this. I just cock the bottom of this and I'm I'm done. See, See there's everything yeah. that we talk about, Manny. We've already had it, seen it, done it. And figured out the best way to right. do it. And this is, this is where we get along so well is because we talk to each other hey we ha- i have this guy looking at this thing we come up with like we came up with this like we just like how are we going to do this and then we try one way try another way and it's like steve it isn't going to work and then it's like bingo it works it yeah. worked well even the pop or the mdf when they scribe the back of it somebody like oh it's an extra step sorry you're building a 10 million dollar home it's custom you're running so it through. You're there's usually through a second t- floor, yeah. so there's a few sec- extra yeah. steps. So now, you this know. This is a table saw. Yeah, I know. But the, the really? builder now understands, like, okay, now I have the, I can be 100% true. Like, one guy wanted a, what was what did Jay want? Eight mil reveal? Uh, reveal? <laughs> Ten mil reveal. I'm like, the only way you're going to really do it is I'm going to give you a little bit bigger, and then you can stick in behind, and then you can adjust. we can make this bigger, but now you can adjust because now you're putting, you're putting. You're sliding in behind sliding it. sliding in behind, and you put the spacer here. Now you're, you can do whatever you want. Make it this much. You just said, how can I do this? It's easy. You start with one. You put a level. You don't even need a level. You just put a spacer. Why do tile guys put spacers in? It's the same as this. It's exactly the same. This so, becomes so like a tile. If you've got any anybody gc wise you got any electricians or plumbers that want to get into the drywall industry you want to like just reach out to you guys and get some samples and just try yeah, to yeah, absolutely try it out we're always we'll come doors, up to the job. always the doors always open and we're always willing to have people come in and talk to us we you came you caught you saw like we have like aurelia drywall is coming to see us sarah's coming to see us and she is like I, I'm a visual person. I need to see, touch, feel. Of everybody. I see people, oh, send you a picture, send you this. I can send all the pictures you want. Unless you actually see it and, and feel and touch what we do, it actually becomes vibrant. Well, we like to also see our clients and see who yeah. the user is. And we can, sometimes we give our two cents and they appreciate it. And uh, we then they start talking about other projects, other drawings and what they have in the pipeline and 
we're like, okay, let us know when it's coming. People are being creative. Yeah. yeah. But it's also now it's like you're, you, they took the time to come and see you. Uh, we have a good location near the airport and um, it's very easy to get to. So now, you, you know, forgot, like you if you're not taking the time to come and see us and then you just want something emailed, not a problem, but you know, you'll understand everything that we do. So once we're, you're we're at 6490 Viscount. Uh, yeah, by the airport there. Well, you didn't. We just. Well, we, I didn't know you want to give up the address too, because I figured the address why, would be we on got, the website. We got stalkers? No, no, not stalkers. I'm just saying that everybody ever, wants People to, are watching I, the I am show. Taking, I'm taking a huge <laughs> notice of how you didn't really break the paper on the screws here. Who screwed the screws here? Yeah. Like I they're do. actually perfect. Like exactly where it's like the OBC is supposed to say, like it's supposed to be, right? Yeah. There's no piercing of the paper. Otherwise, you'd have to start all over again, scratch. Oh, right? by the way, the company in California. They have prefab drywall now inputted into the building code. In California? Yeah. Yep. In certain applications. There's a lot of craziness going on in California, eh? But they have a lot they, of... They, what they do there and... Well, their population of California... The same as the same Canada. population of Canada. Canada. country, right? Right. You know what I mean? Like, so... Like, if you were to start this company back then in, like, 2015, if we started in the States, you'd be a bigger company. Depends. Like, we have, we have clients in New York... Uh, Cali, Arizona. Everybody wants this, you know. They and then, but now some of those people, a lot of these shows, like, like for example, the World of Concrete, Vegas, or they pick certain things, and everybody goes there, right? And it's sometimes it's a you need two three days to go through the show because there's so much. He went to the show. It's like Steve, I, like I just you went to World of Concrete. No, no we went, went to, to another show. Which show? IBS. Yeah. Uh, it was a trade yeah. show. Uh, I can't remember what exact name, but. It was like... Well, there's like, KBIS and IBS, lost. right? Yeah, KBS, says yeah. Steve, I got lost. Yeah, you get lost. You're like walking from Florida, you need a segue. It's just absolutely yeah. huge. We, what aisle were we in last? It's like... It's so, insane. Yeah. I've been and, there. And it, but, but Manny, we go back to the same... You, you know, we talked about this. Is drywall. It's not anything new. It's just a weed. But if we can make drywall look very interesting on walls and ceilings... Can we? No, no, no. That's we, what I'm saying. We do. I want the old school cats to understand that there's opportunity here to to build a serious business. And I know the kids are embracing this, man. The yeah. young trades are like, this is gold mine. Yeah. I'm going to be friends with you guys. Well, we have I'm going to talk young, to you guys. Uh, we have yeah. a lot of young clients. And I'm like, how old are you? Like, oh, you Hold know, on. I'm 29. So just, just so I'm familiar with, because I kind of watch some of his shows, unfortunately. You had a young Indian kid in here. Yeah. And he didn't look at any negatives. It wasn't, ah, uh, you're this, you're brown, you're and Indian, he whatever. like shit, too, when he exactly. got here. Exactly. And you know what? I commend a kid like that. Yeah. You know what? It's, it's the guys like that that you wonder why this country, you have, he's an immigrant to this country. His, he respects his mother. You talked, you asked his mother's name. Those are the kids that you really look at in terms of they embrace things that everybody else doesn't want. Okay, fine. You don't want to do it. I'll do it. And then they become successful. And then they get, people get jealous of why they're successful. Yep, right. Exactly. Because they saw opportunity. And then what happens is, oh, negative this, negative that. Shut up. If you didn't do it or you didn't think about it and you don't want to go out and work for it, then you know what? Don't criticize somebody because of their success. Is it different to do any of these things, whether it's traditional drywall, X, blue, green? No, no. Den shield. Den shield too. Nothing. Nope. No. It's all the same. All the same. 
Like we've done uh, even dense glass gold, but with some of that, you have one chance to fold and then it'll break. But, um, you know, we've done some details where, like, you know, we don't recommend doing it in this and we will show them another product like water resistant board. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, not a but that's why you know you i talked about the baseboard with the green board it's solid board it's like yeah. you hit solid it's heavier board. oh yeah. we get no, it denser. Yeah, denser we have a more denser. impact exactly. resistant board and stuff like, like that. they had they had impact boards it's, it's gone now i know but all the cool kids on social media just love pulling that little on the drywall return on the trim text right yeah Oh, the tearaway? Yeah, the tearaway. So, yeah, that, well. that, so they get their millions of views. Yeah. You know what? That's the thing. Like, <laughs> you know, some of the content is uh, good. Yeah, I used and then to it's use very repetitive. on my bicycle, too. And now it's all disc brakes hey, on bicycles. Hey, hey, right? The clothes peg and the freaking playing card. Click, 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 click. Yep. So no. it's all they evolve, man. That's why we, we, we welcome anybody to come to our shop, set up an appointment, and uh, reach out to you guys. Yeah. 100%. And, uh, yeah. You know, bring a drawing, bring a detail, bring, bring anything, anything you want. You know, bring, uh, bring boo, beer, bring bill. Exactly. <laughs> you. After yeah, exactly. After five. <laughs> Don't get under drinking it too. I, I went through the whole list. You guys would be surprised, but I totally like we went through everything here. I don't think there's nothing at all. There's really nothing else that, you know, it's no, just drywall. It, it's self-explanatory. It's not just drywall. This is like a feeling. You're creating emotion when you start putting certain things together and you start realizing that these things are true now. You're going to make it, the trim guys happy. Manny, I made this point earlier. When Andre first came to me, he was like a kid in a candy store. And I look at this stuff. I'm not a drywaller, right? But I look at our products as being innovative, as 100%. leading edge, cutting 100%. edge, unbelievable that I, I look at something. If I, I'm anal retentive or certain things, and if, if I see the value in it, then and you're not a builder, and you, you want to be... A, a better builder or you want to be you want to set yourself apart then look at products that actually set yourself apart don't be like here's a board here's this here's that better like, tools in the toolbox that's all you need yeah so like you know, that's what nowadays everybody's gotta look outside the box and to become exactly uh, yeah. there you go and <laughs> like, there's an example open the box and see what's out there no but we can't stay in it like we talked about carpenters just recently Remember, we had a job up in uh, Mississauga. We won't mention who it was, but <laughs> they had the union uh, carpenters come in, and they're like, okay, we're going to frame these light coves. I go, with what, 12-foot two-by-fours? I go, name me one. Where, where's a straight one? Yeah, You're going to do this detail. Who's going to drywall it? Well, we could put PL and glue the because it was like uh. six inches away from the outside wall. I'm like, good luck. But like, it's never gonna work. you know what I mean? Then you got to corner beat it, and then there's, uh, I go, there's steps involved. They just wanted to frame it and get out. You don't mean charge? They didn't want to think about trying no, to but figure that away. And traditionally, we talked about blind boxes. Traditionally, guys, I walked into a house in Forest Hill. They're making the blind boxes out of MDF. They're scoring the edge of the, the partition that comes down. They're scoring this to put tape on, to put the drywall on so they can mud it. Mm-hmm. Really? We can create a drywall box at a drywall and extend it down with a flap. Now you're not worrying about that corner. Now you're not worrying about well, any of that. Now you're drywalling to that box. That's what like, we've always just, said. It. You're marrying drywall to drywall not a form like mdf like well or, if you put too aluminum. much water on it it'll swell up and you'll get a deficiency and then you start getting you know what i mean hdf and the exterior which you're paying a lot more and it's a yeah. different world we i don't even think you're allowed to use hdf inside houses because of the chemical base on it yeah the exterior mdf stuff 
That's the water yeah, resistant. Yeah, yeah. Can you use it on the inside? Yeah, as long as it's co- uh, coated and covered. Okay. All yeah. right. So you have to, you have to, there's a special primer you have to use and then. Uh, well, the that's, ass. yeah, but guess what? It's just, it's the same thing as MDF brine boxes. Like, yeah. why? So they, 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 as they said, they only see what they see. And this is the, this is the statement that I love. They only know what they know. So. What were you going to say? No, but that's the thing where, you know, you got the framers now are, they're like, oh no, we priced the job. But I'm like, yeah, I get it. But now the owner of the house is saying, no, 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 I want to use this and we want to frame out of metal because metal's straight to us in a, in a commercial application. And I said, there's an easier way. You can use, I just don't want to use a two by four because you don't know uh, when it'll shrink, when it'll. It's going Ooh, to it's twist. Like, and you have crazy details in the ceiling. Like, yeah. well, we're gonna, we should do it like this. And then the actual owner is like, you know what? We want to do it like that. I don't care what your price is to him. You guys figure that it's out. It's simple math. It doesn't matter all the drywall crews or the builder. Yeah. You've already priced it out. This product is already within that price point where you're still yeah. going to be profitable. Yeah. But I guarantee you that when the homeowner sees the final result of it and they look at it, they're going to tell two friends and then they're going to tell two friends and they're going to tell two friends and then you're going to get more work as a result of it. Yeah. That's the cause and effect. Well, of I told the framer, I go, listen, we don't have to like who's right, who's wrong. You can eliminate some of your two by fours. You can still frame some of the structures yeah. that nobody really will see, but leave the the fine line, leave it, leave it to us. And then he's like, okay, finally, I guess he got it. You know what I mean? And then we were able to work together. Right. And the owner's like, I just want it done. I want it done. Nice. You know what I mean? And I'm like, this is like, yeah, 16 foot ceilings. Like the details were going crazy. You're, you're talking about, well, I think the house is like 20 million. And I'm like, like that's where we said, let's work together. What's the longest they make LSLs? Two by fours. I don't know. They're not 16 foot. 10 foot. 10 foot is the longest they have LSLs. LSLs. Uh, I think so. Or do you have to No, an you, LSL? Yeah. No, you can go up to 16, 14. Yeah, well, can you? Know. you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But then it's going to be Hold on. expensive. You can Google it there, Steve. No, no, no. <laughs> I think I did. No, I did an LSL. I did an LSL. Yeah, but depending on the size, right? Yeah. It, I did LSD. <laughs> I did LSD. <laughs> okay. It's not Groove easy. Industries. Yeah. www.grooveind.com. And then you can reach them on these three emails, which is either orders at grooveind.com, Steve at grooveind.com, and then Andre J at grooveind.com. And then on Instagram, it's under grooveind. And then their phone number is 416 629 3757. And then the address is sixty-four. You're in the Toronto area, sixty-four. No, we're actually in Mississauga. Oh, sorry, Mississauga. Sorry, Pearson, yeah. Airport. Pearson Airport. Pearson Airport. Pearson Airport. Uh, anybody know Richelieu? We're right behind Richelieu. Um, That's right. Yeah. Yep. So sixty-four ninety Viscount. Lots of people listening to the show know where Richelieu is. Yep. Man. They go there every single day. Yeah, we're right behind. I get recognized there so many times, man. I just try to do this. <laughs> That's all it is. I want to do the twelve questions before we guys leave. Before we wrap it up, you guys ready for this? Yes. Go. What's your favorite construction word? Fabrication. Uh, taper fix. <laughs> Least favorite tool. Go ahead, say it. I don't know. <laughs> Least favorite, favorite tool. tool. Screwdriver. Wrong that's hammer. A, huh? The wrong hammer. Okay. What construction sound do you guys love? My machine when it V grooves. Yeah. It's quiet as a mouse. It's not oh, that loud. Yeah, well. You hear the router. Eh, 
it's it doesn't sound like a Dewalt multi tool. I like tool. I like a hammer. I like the old traditional hammer hitting a nail. That ding, yeah, yeah, yeah. I that's love a that. good sound. That's a fantastic sound. What's your favorite beverage? And by the way, thank you so much, Andre, for uh, yeah. So a good friend of mine out of Calgary. I think I should start drinking all the bottles that arrive in the studio here, so then I could just. Oh be well, can I gone. just can I just ask you a question? What's that? Are you in the laundry business? Because I'm like. <laughs> What the heck's going on? Those are all the shirts uh, that I am wearing okay. on the show. Somebody Over the doing, holiday break, they got folded somebody, up. Man, and you don't done. have to go shopping. Now. If you yeah. only saw what I saw right oh, now. Oh, you don't get it. It's just as much on this side as it is <laughs> oh. on that side. Holy cow, there's laundry boxes. Yeah, <laughs> what, uh, no, by, the way, by the way, Manny's going to be doing a donation to the local clothing bank. I'll sign, sign all these or something. Sign them all. And the anybody done. that wants to come and get a shirt, Manny's. People give me. Look, you guys I understand that. But you know what? swag. You know, just. I'm going to put this out there, okay? Manny, it's your show. You I'll do whatever you want. But i got to wear it on camera. Can I just make a point? Of course. If you're trades and you're doing this show, just I'm trying to put a, a, a positive spin on this. If they're going to give you a shirt, bring a shirt for the local food bank or the local That's clothing bank. That's actually a bank. brilliant idea. And you know what? Bring then two. You bring, some, bring two. And I'll and donate then, it on their behalf and the show's behalf. That's absolute, a brilliant idea. Right? It's the same as when you go to a grocery store and they have boxes to put idea. for the food Bring bank. two. Bring a couple. There's people out there that don't have yeah, clothes, that don't like have that. coats, that don't have sweatshirts. They're listening now. I guarantee you it's going to start There now. you go. So You're that, responsible for that. That's totally, I love it. Thank you. Send it to our office. I'm more than happy. If you send shirts and, you, and mail it to us, I'm that's more than happy to idea. do something like that. That's Nobody's what, told me what their favorite beverage is. Miller Lite. Um, yeah. Come on, you're creation. I like a mixed drink like rum and coke or some of my I uh, like gin and, gin and ginger ale. What kind of rum and what kind of gin? Uh, tankery. Um, Appleton, Appleton or <laughs> <laughs> something that just tastes good. What turns you on and off in construction, guys? What turns me on is prefab drywall. Mm -hmm. What turns me off is the lack of knowledge and understanding of prefab drywall. We're going to change that. Thank you, Manny. Andre? I, I, I like when uh, the builder or whoever we're talking to knows what they're doing and uh, they're organized. You know, like sometimes you come to a construction site, it's like a bomb went off. Like, and we have to deliver to some of these sites. Uh, yeah, one of the, uh, that's, that's one of my pet peeves is you go to job sites okay. and you're tripping over garbage. Unorganized jobs. And I'm telling this Or is, you just can't get into the front entrance. And, and, like and, a million and, things. and at the end of the day, I know this is going to sound really bad. I think that the industry needs a rude awakening in terms of the government and what the, like there's job sites that I've gone to and I don't even know how they're like, how they're operating. I really don't. Well, even lucky. like when you yeah, look oh at the yeah, sanitary, but when they're, when they get unlucky, what, um, what, what do you like? What do I like? Yeah. What turns you on? I think you said off because of the disorganized. No, I, I just like when a, when anybody's like got, yeah. got their stuff together, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I get right to the it's, point. It's a, this is what I need. It really is a good point. You know, or they're willing to open their mind and like, hey, take suggestions. Like we're always learning. It's a team effort. Well, here, man. if somebody it's tells me, hey, Andre, have you thought about it this way? I'm like, yeah, cool, so, all right. But so back to his point. Framers talking to the drywaller. Drivers talking to the electrician. Electricians talking to the plumber. Plumbers talking to everybody. Everybody's in communication, and that stands and foremost. From the guy running the site. He sets the standard. And if he makes it the standard, then that's how it should work. Yep. Not just let everybody run rampant, right? 
you have actual people that are actually taking the time to communicate with each other. And I had a point today of a, talking to a builder. They have a drywall company. That drywall, if they see something that's not right, they will bring it up to the GC. Good. Amazing. Good. Uh, yeah. Favorite curse word? Well, I use it a lot, and it's fuck. Fuck. He uses <laughs> it all the time. It's a go-to F1, yeah, for sure. F1. What's yours, yours? Same? Yeah. yeah. Dickhead. What's your favorite vehicle in the entire world? Any mode of transportation? Mine? Any favorite vehicle? Anything? Or GT. GT4. I would, uh, I would go not with... A, not a Mustang GT. Or GT. Oh, so uh, you went back to the 60s? No. A, a new one? Yeah. You're talking about GT40? Yeah. Okay, all right. Different That's vehicle. a 4GT to me, man. It's a GT40. We all know what the 40 stands for. Right. What does the 40 stand for? The height. Exactly. Yes. That it had to make regulations of yes. 40 inches. Yes. Right. For Lamont, yes. Yes. I knew that way before they made a movie about that shit. Okay. Because I And what was, the t- what was the car that came before the GT40? The car that came before the GT40? That was sort of emulated off of... Oh, it was the Shelby. Nope. Which one? It's Pantera. The Tomas Pantera? Really, yeah? Yeah. Okay, I like learning new things. I have a, I have a, we have a friend who was the. Pro you about to say you have a GT forty. <laughs> so I have a friend that was the pro stock NHRA pro stock champion, and he was taking Hemi's and putting them into Ford Mustangs. And one of the conversations that we had was that I actually he knew Carol Shelby and and talked to Carol Shelby and had conversations about this, and that was one of the conversations was about the GT forty and and the Di Tommaso Pantera Di Tommaso and. It's it's because we were in a. Sh- I was just in Florida, and they had a car show, and they had every car. It didn't matter what car it was; it was there. And they had a Pantera area, and they had a GT40 area, and they had Lamborghini area, and everything. They had Cobras show up, like real Cobras, and all this other stuff. And I started talking to this Pantera guy, and he was talking to a GT40 guy, and that's the whole conversation. It was amazing. Did you ever guys like think that cars would get to the value? Like I can't even. When I was a kid, I used to watch the auctions, and they were reasonably priced. Yeah. Nowadays, like when you start hearing historical highs with certain Ferraris being sold and the numbers associated with that, when you already know what the value of that car was when it was built and sent out into the real world at that time, mm-hmm. I never in my life ever thought that these vehicles would ever get to that price well, we point. Had a, we had a guy that lived down the street from us and the, our favorite car was a Plymouth Roadrunner. Oh, I like the Roadrunner. With the wing. Yeah. Right? He traded it for a Ferrari. And I went to look, I just... For, Which Ferrari? I don't even know, right? But I'm like, it's about the same time mm. when he tra- when I thought that he traded it in. Mm-hmm. And it was like the, the Roadrunner compared to the Ferrari, and the Ferrari was like surpassed it in terms of value, like way surpassed it. What's yours on well, I'm from Croatia, so I'm going to support my buddy there. Oh, yeah. Oh, the, yeah. Uh, oh, Remac yeah. Nevera. Remac, man. Or uh, you, ever heard had, uh, you ever seen it? The thing is like, like no, it's full electric, but it's uh, you know. And you know the story behind it, right? Like they gave him part of, like they gave him owner, like well, body no. and like no, no, he he owns now with the company. That's that, the one that thing burned up, right? Yeah, yeah, he flipped. Well, he it. almost died. Well, that's because he doesn't know how to drive a fucking car. But um, have you seen the bike? He's got a bicycle. His bike, the bicycle is like stupid. Is it, it goes really? like it's stupidly fast. Like stupid. Do we really need to go that fast? No, but 
Well, we're not going to talk about you know. going fast because, right, Andre? Yeah, no, no. Today wasn't a good day, but it was okay. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. It was, it was an almost uh-oh day. Uh-oh. It was an almost uh-oh we'll day. We'll keep it that came... one off the air there for yeah, now. Yeah, well. No, I don't okay. want to incriminate. It wasn't, no, no, it wasn't my dad I mean. driving. What do you guys miss from your childhood? Hanging drywall? <laughs> no, not childhood? Going outside, not having to worry about where you were or who you were with, and and exactly. and That's uh, what I was you're worried about yeah. just dangers, yes, like exactly. everything was an adventure. Yep. Leave your bike. Oh, you were like in the neighbor's lawn. Come back, and the bike's still there, yeah. right? It's so just got dew on it. That's all. Yeah. yeah. Like you know, like my parents didn't have to worry about it. Like you say, I'll be back at ten. You you were back at ten. Or right. when the lights came on, or you were and you just got a whooping. Yep. Yep. Yeah. What profession other than your own would you guys like to attempt one day? Uh, maybe test driving cars, like uh, a career or a a career, anything, anything, anything in the world. What do you want to try one day? Why don't hmm. what? <laughs> no, I actually, I was, I was, I, I literally like got to the point where I was going to go to the NHL and then and, and got hurt and my dad was the same. My dad was going to go to the New York Rangers, had a letter. Wow. Grandfather had a stroke, had to stay and look after the farm and the bakery and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I think being a professional hockey player. Do you still play or skate? My dad? No, you. Oh, yeah. You still skate, eh? Yeah. And, and surprisingly enough, I have my girlfriend's daughter, her, bro, or her boyfriend plays a junior B, and I bet him 10, give me 10. I'll give you, he's a defenseman, one-on-one. I said, I'll beat you four times. He goes, you won't even beat me twice. Is he surprised? No, he hasn't done it yet. Oh. But we're going to do it. Oh. Oh, yeah. Okay. And then he saw a video because we were on, I went on a cruise and I skated on the cruise because you can skate, on, skate in the boat. And he's like, he saw the video and he goes, Steve, you can skate. And I go, yeah, that was my forte. <laughs> okay, good luck on that. What profession would you guys not like to do? Uh, I wouldn't want to be a mortician. I don't, I don't Angelina know. likes that one. <laughs> there's, uh, there's a couple, but what I want to do. I don't know, like these iron workers that work like in crazy heights. I don't like heights. Yeah. So when I see stuff like that, I was like, man, you should get paid way more. Mm-hmm. A lot more. A yep. lot more than what you're getting paid. Yep. If heaven exists, what would you guys like to hear God say when you arrive at those pearly gates? What took you so long? Welcome home. That one comes up a lot. Yeah. What's yours, Andre? What's the most, what's the most popular? Welcome have, home. Welcome. Yeah. Welcome. Yeah, I was going to just say that. Welcome. Yeah. Welcome to the second. Other side, other people life. have said, ah, it's two floors down. From a, <laughs> from a non-religious guy. Yeah, okay. Thanks, Manny. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And Listen, I just asked the questions. That's all I do. Everybody. Okay. Thank you very much, gentlemen. That was a blast yeah. talking. That was so amazing. So awesome. I want everybody Absolutely. to reach out to you guys and start talking. And actually, I, I'm just going to like, just give it a try. You'll be like, you'll understand and you'll start. If you're a creative individual, if you're a creative person in this industry, you'll totally appreciate this. Yeah. You'll see the possibilities behind this. Yeah. yeah if you don't see it, then I'm going to send you to well, a It's the same thing. You can look at a floor plan and not see what's, but if you actually walk into a house, you actually see a house. I think there's, they need to start adding a ceiling plan in our floor drawings, floor plan drawings. You know what, like, Ceiling even if you're doing a basement, some guys, you know, don't get drawings in a basement, right? Now you can, you know, Knock yourself out. Now you, you can theaters, do a design have, for your client right. and say, hey, we can do this. We can you do can that. You can redesign bulkheads yeah. now with this. Yeah. You know what I mean? A thousand so, percent you can redesign bulkheads. And, and here's the thing. 
if you want to come to us with a, a house and you want to sit down with us and you want to pay us, it doesn't even matter if, if, as long as you're using our products, we're more than happy to sit and, and discuss things yeah. with you. We have, we don't have a problem with that. Yeah. We'll make samples and be like, Hey, put it on the wall. See how it works. Try it out. Yeah. You know you, I mean? Like you took our sample of the groove, just the reveal. And you were going like, you know, you were putting it on the wall to see how it was going to look on the wall. You just yeah. talked about, you know, shiplap and how's Simple. it going to, right? It's not. There's got, possibities. You already got drywall on the wall. Stick, like, just, okay, instead of putting. Like we had a, I had a client uh, that we went, uh, uh, last week I went to go see him. Nice guy. And uh, he's like, man, I heard about you guys, but, you know, I never get the chance to talk to you guys. And then. He's like, I got this fixture, a light fixture, just like that, from another company. And he goes, I got to install in the ceiling. I go, okay, perfect. He already had his ceiling done. I go, just cut where you have to put it in, and that's it. Don't frame anything. And he goes, what do you mean? He goes, I'll send you the seven pieces, and then you'll see. And then then the, he's, he had the other prefab there. He goes, holy, sh holy shit, I get it. He goes, well, you're not going to get it until you get the light fixture. Because I had him actually bring me the extrusion. We need the extrusion to fit tight. Perfectly. To, so we, some guys were like, what if I just give you the measurements? Well, you know, sometimes mm. it doesn't work, right? I don't want to be off. And then you're like, yeah, I just taped it into the ceiling. It doesn't fit. And, and, and this is the thing, Manny. If you actually take the time, we've, we know about the product. You take the time to listen to what I have to say. I'll help you. I'm more than, if you say, hey, Steve, I need that. I like I was you talking, know it. Well, I was talking to, about Phil Tishner. Phil, Steve, can you come? I have this problem. We're not. We've only done. I've only helped him with one house, right? One house. But now he's got this huge house. He's got a modern house coming up. There's a benefit to to what I do. There's yeah. a benefit. I will help you with this, and down the road, you see the potential of what I'm going to help you with. Right? That's the thing. It's communication and understanding. It's back to collaborative, man. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Gentlemen, okay. So again, www.grooveind.com. Orders at grooveind.com. Steve and Anne, Andre J at uh, grooveind.com. And then on Instagram, grooveind416-629-3757. Uh, That's awesome. it, man. We're done. Boy. Let's it. go, Manny. Cool. We're job. out of here, guys. Thank All you so right. much. Okay, Angela.